Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I am your host, Maurice Cerullo. It is Tuesday, July something. Harris, what's today's date? 21st? That sounds about right. July 21st. It is right. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, it's Tuesday, July 21st. Um, as always, I'm joined by the illustrious Aris Tejeda. Aris, how are you today? I'm good, man. Yeah? It's a good 21st. It is. It's a good one to it's be. perfectly fine. Yeah. And uh, again, as always, Victor Amoyo. Victor, how are we? Yeah, styling and profiling, man. I haven't heard that in a long time. Wow, <laughs> nice. I appreciate that, though. Um, we are joined today by a very special guest, Kevin Dugan. Kevin, how are we doing? I'm pretty good. I'm a little tired, but... <laughs> I don't know. Is he really special? I said very special. Very special? Yeah. I come okay. highly recommended. He does come very, <laughs> very who? highly recommended. By who? Uh, by you. Top by you. men. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if I remember correctly, it was Ayers that highly recommended you in the first place. Or was it Lily recommended? I don't know. One of the two. Uh, Kevin, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a local guy for the state of Rhode Island. Uh, I'm very big into film. Uh, for the last four years, been doing the 48-hour film project, which I think we're going to get to a little bit later. Oh yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get a deep dive. But, uh, you know, so uh, filmmaking is a hobby of mine. I also like going to the movies. Uh, have a little home theater in my basement that I just finished, uh, finished making. So yeah, we nice. Yeah, so that's where we're going to start awesome. recording the future Wait, episodes. Yeah. as nice as your dad's? Not as nice as my dad's, but... Get out of here yeah. with that, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Never no, mind. But. We're going to your dad's. <laughs> yeah, he's just being humble, man. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's actually like... It's like <laughs> the size of Showcase Cinema. Yeah. He actually, bought, he actually bought Showcase Cinema. Yeah. Dugan's dad's home theater is legit. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, I know how to listen to this because he supports everything his son does. He's a good dad. Oh, awesome. So, shout out, Mr. Dugan. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's up, yeah. Mr. Dugan? <laughs> he listened for the first four seconds. Turn the volume down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, subscribe, download. It's all we need. Right. You're dad, seriously, if you're listening to this and you come to me and say, Kevin, you're the man, I will give you $100. <laughs> if you make it this far, that, yeah. that'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be amazing. that guy really needs that $100. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our listeners. We broke the 1,000 download barrier. Wow! Barrier. Yes. We are Thank you all. internet superstars. Yes, and we are, we are this close it's close to 100 likes on Facebook. Remember, tell all your friends. You remember Randy said we're better than Howard Stern? I do remember when he said that. He said that. He said it with a perfectly straight face. Yes. Yep. That is a direct quote from our boss, Randy. Yeah. So watch out, Howard. We're coming for you. Shout out to Randy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. What's up, Randy? Yo, did you see Randy sent us that thing and he's like, hey, Howard Stern likes good movies. Howard Stern was recommending <laughs> yeah. Kung Fury yesterday. Yeah. How long ago did I recommend Kung Fury? It's like five weeks ago. Yeah, man. We know Fucking that. Howard, stop stealing my stuff. I mean, yeah. Polygon has stolen your shit. Mm-hmm. Howard. Mm-hmm. Imitation's the sincerest form of flattery. I am a trendsetter, clearly. Can you true. imagine if like Howard Stern actually listens to this to get his ideas on what to recommend? <laughs> like He doesn't actually watch the movies, he just listens to random podcasts. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean pretend? I know that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> that's exactly what he's doing. What do you think? You, do, would you rather listen to the Codex Prime podcast or Nick Cannon? Like what? what which he Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon co-hosts America's Got Talent, okay. which Howard Stern is on. Yeah, because he's a sellout. Right. Codex Prime will never sell sellout. out. Never. Someone gives me enough money, I'll sell out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will stop me from selling out. <laughs> Absolutely. Whenever people are like, "Oh, you sold out," I was like, "What do you?" 
Yeah, so yeah. money's well, awesome. Well, well, you didn't sell out. You're I, buying in. That's that is right. That's right. <laughs> Seth Rollins. I like that. Out. That sounds nice. Yeah, uh, that sounds yeah. like a really good underhanded sellout compliment. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I know uh, a lot of us this weekend are busy with the 48 hours, uh, 40 hour film. Eris, uh, get up. Get a project. Excuse me. Yeah. Get up to anything else this weekend, Eris? I did, as a matter of fact. Mm. I always get up to some form of shenanigans or other. Nice. So, uh, well, yeah, the 48 hour took up most of my weekend, but uh, when I wasn't super tired of making movies, being a super awesome Hollywood superstar, uh, I, uh, I went to see Ant-Man. Uh, how'd you like it? Ooh. I really liked it. Nice. Ooh. Ant-Man was awesome. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, damn. Okay, well, these guys haven't either. So just so, say earmuffs. I will plug my ears no, and you no, can no, talk no, about no. spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, I'm, I'm we'll talk about tomorrow. spoilers maybe next week yeah, okay, good. when these two hobos go see it. I will be seeing it so, tomorrow. Ant-Man is everything that Avengers 2 was not, which I really appreciated. So it was fun, it was lighthearted, it had good chemistry between the characters, mm -hmm. there was a nice build-up to, you know, Ant-Man and what he was. Like, they kind of spliced in little, like, you know, this is what, what was going on with Ant-Man in, like, World War II, which we didn't see in Captain America. I don't know why, Marvel. <laughs> but apparently he was running around wrecking shit. Uh, Hank Pym, who is now, he's actually old, and Scott Lang becomes a new Ant-Man. He was a second Ant-Man in the comics, too. So they decided, I, I mentioned before, kind of how they veered away from Hank Pym because he's a wife-beater and all that. So they conveniently swept that under the rug. That's cool. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was, Paul Rudd was much better than I anticipated him to be. Uh, he fit into the, the role Perfectly, perfectly fine. He he wasn't overly like I I I, kind of, I was afraid that he was gonna try to like Spider Man it and be all like throwing out quips and being too too mouthy and he wasn't at all. It was a cool. He was like a family man and he I'm, like I said I'm not gonna spoil it, but it was a cool like story. It was very well uh, directed. It was uh, just a compact. It didn't overstay its welcome. Uh, the action was cool and uh, the characters were real nice. Um, Especially, my favorite character in the whole movie was uh, Michael Pena. Mm. He was hilarious. Anytime he was on the screen, I was dying. So, go see it. Funny-ass movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Sweet. I, uh, I also uh, watched uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters. Oh, yeah. So, that. I got, I got to watch a couple movies this weekend, which is cool. That, that is wow, that's impressive. Made one movie watched watch two. Damn impressive. man, I was I was just just getting down. it this weekend. I was down. getting it. Yeah. And we had people over the house. Yeah, so yeah. our house is now up to like, you know, having people over standards oh, right. doesn't yeah. look like a friggin' tornado hit it. <laughs> so my wife invited some of her friends and her family and whatnot, so the in laws were over and we ended up having this awesome dinner on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah, it was fantastic. Great. My wife threw down in the kitchen. And I ate like a king. <laughs> That's what's up. I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> All that Ant-Man watching was truly terrible. I get it. Uh, Listen, Justice League Gods and Monsters, really quickly, it was interesting. Really interesting movie. I want you guys to watch it. We'll discuss it later, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, sounds cool. Was that? It was like an alternate universe thing. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Tim wrote it along with uh, some other guy. Who is it Paul, Bruce Paul Tim Dini? is the best. Paul Dini. No, they did all the original. No, I don't believe so. Animated stuff. Um, it, it, I forget the other guy's name, uh, but um, it's it like an alternate movie? version of the Justice League, which consists of only Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Um, and they all have completely different uh, origin stories than what they do in the traditional comics. You hear so, that, big Wonder Woman? What's up? <laughs> 
Wonder Woman's actually cool in this movie. Good. Go figure. Like, definitely so, like, since everything is not what it is in the comics, so, like, Cheetah is a black dude with a friggin' cheetah jacket. Okay. That's all he is. He's got claws. He scratches you. He's in the movie for, like, two seconds, because no one cares about Wonder Woman villains. Uh, <laughs> I they'll, do. They'll grow on. They'll, they'll add more to the future gods uh-huh. and monsters. Uh-huh. We'll right. see it. I'll see Ant Man tomorrow. I'll see Gods and Monsters at some point this okay. week. It will cool. talk. We'll get a deep dive. Yeah, it's on week. demand. It's everywhere. Oh, perfect. You can awesome. literally watch I'll it definitely anywhere. That. I guess I'm watching yeah, the Batman's a real vampire. Hey, that's you know vampires are in these days. Right. Superman uh, is General Zod's son. Hey. Whoa, hey, yeah, nice. You find that out in the first two seconds. There's <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers here. Spoiler alert. Yeah, first two seconds. That's not a spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> For that first second, I am that mystery's gonna be ruined by. <laughs> Right. I was like, well, who's the son of who's Superman the son of? Yeah. Oh. oh, I already know. Thanks, Harris, you Shit. jerk. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Dugan, what'd you get up to this weekend? You've uh, been a lot of editing this weekend. What you I did. Yeah. I, uh, I made a movie, but I did get to watch, and I think uh, it might be on here later on, but I watched it, and I think I'm going to call it my favorite movie of 2015 so far. Whoa. So tease, I don't know if we want to get into that now or save it for later. You know, no, get into it. Go. Yeah, right now, crazy. I watched Kingsman: The Secret Service. Oh, that movie's awesome! Nice. But like, the plot wasn't anything great or special, no. but, almost, but man, that the action of that movie was awesome. I, I never had so much fun in, in a movie this year. Mm. And, Matthew uh, Vaughn is the man, Dugan. Yeah, I, I the the shootout scene in the church, mm-hmm. like. I, I went back and watched it again immediately. Like I, that's how good it was. I, I I when I saw the preview of this movie, I don't know, six months ago, I'm like, this is gonna be the worst movie ever. <laughs> it just looks so stupid. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, you're right. Stupid British people. Yeah, and then I watched it and I was <laughs> like, this like favorite movie of 2015 so far. So nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I I will not disparage their remark at all. Yeah, that's uh, respectable. I feel like you should have been editing and not watching any movies, but that's fine. That's fine. Well, after we, we we submitted it and we were finalized, <laughs> after and I forty-eight made, hours were yeah. complete. Okay, and yeah, I, I made my second trip back to drop off the forms that I forgot the first time. <laughs> I sat down and, and and watched that. So nice. That's cool. That's cool. That's nice. Dick, uh, what you got? Oh well, besides the uh, forty-eight hour film festival, which we'll talk about in a bit, mm-hmm. um, I watched. Uh, Pretty pretty low key movie over the weekend as well. I watched Mr. Holmes starring Ian McKellen, okay. which which I really liked. Oh uh, yeah, I heard. I saw that. I remember seeing the trailer for that. It's like uh, yeah. the older Sherlock, right? Yep. Ian, yeah. Ian McKellen uh, plays a uh, older Sherlock Holmes in his no- early nineties, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. yep, and he's trying to remember um, uh, an old case, an old unsolved case, and he's living with his housekeeper and her son. Mm-hmm. And the film kind of flashes back between uh, like between his uh, older case and then and then another case in which he travels to Japan. It's a pretty cool movie, a uh, pretty understated drama. Ian McKellen has a really really great performance in it. It was directed by Bill Condon, who also directed uh, Gods and Monsters, not not the Justice League one. Oh, I was like, wait, that, what a, whoa, what a coincidence that is! Yeah. Nice uh, Gods and Monsters, which I also recommend. Was uh, another Ian McKellen film which came out in '98. Um, so I saw that, which I recommend. Check that out. Um, I also checked out a WWE Battleground. Yeah. Uh, this past Sunday. Well, um, pretty pretty good show. Um, the Return of the Undertaker mm-hmm. uh, beat down Brock Lesnar, challenged him to SummerSlam, which will be the main event next month, mm-hmm. and some good Divas actions as well from Charlotte and the NXT girls. So, you know, all in all, pretty good weekend, just chilling out and whatnot. 
catching up on the on the latest movies. Undertaker's still around, huh? Oh yeah, twenty. <laughs> I loved wrestling as a kid. I, I honestly haven't caught up in a while, but yep. I went to a live match at like what was the Providence Sync Center when I was like eight, yeah, and the Undertaker scared the crap out of me <laughs> as a child. He's still a little yeah. terrifying. Yeah. See, the the cool thing was that that match was uh, the Undertaker, who's in his early nineties, just remembering an old match. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister Holmes, I have to ask: Did they digitally make uh, Ian McKellen younger, or did they just? Gloss over that because that's the thing now these days they're making everybody old young again. They did such a good job with that in Ant Man. Yeah, I heard they did in Ant Man. Yeah, really, really good. Like uh, what's his face? Um, hang. Who was his name? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. They de-aged him and he legit looked like Michael Douglas from back in the day. It was wow. creepy. Nice. It was so real. Yeah, well, well, Mr. Holmes doesn't do that. Like uh, they they put on some really really great old age makeup mm-hmm. for his nineties. 90s version, oh, and then, okay. then when he's still, he's still up there, right? He's like, he's like 158 right now. So, yeah, <laughs> damn. Right. He's not like in his like early so, 70s. So it's like the Dark Knight Returns, but for Sherlock Holmes is what you're saying. Well, not does me. he fight Watson to the death? <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Oh. That would have been badass. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Under the street lamp. Yeah. That Watson kind of would win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a big Watson fan. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, I perused the bookstore after our book podcast last week, and I must say, mm. I'm going to post some pictures too, because we recommended a few good books, Confederacy of Dunces, which I actually just started reading this past week, and Nick, I think you said you did too? Me too, yep. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Angela and Randy, for that recommendation. Um, I actually bought the, one of the memoirs that Angela recommended as well, The Glass Castle. Oh, nice. And um, there was actually a book. So last week we mentioned what would be the first, no one that's ever read before, what would you recommend to them? Um, Oof, that's a great question. Yeah, and there was a question. there was a book, and I'm coming back to you, Dugan. There was a table with all the books, books everyone should read. The Hobbit was on there. The Glass Castle was on there. Little uh, Women were on, was on there. Um, so we had some good recommendations. Was 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 the Hecatea on there? Unfortunately, not. I even looked for Wonder Woman <laughs> comic books at Barnes and Noble, and it was all Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think all the graphic novels at Barnes and Noble. That's the New Fifty Two Wonder Woman. Which I hear is kind of kind of that's had a mixed reaction. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. Dugan, book. So uh, with me, I read a lot of books when I was younger in school because I had to, mm-hmm. and then stopped reading. It only last year that I started actually actively reading. Oh, you should oh. hear a book podcast. Okay. <laughs> I cheat. I listen to Audible.com, but and listen to books, but still you get the same content. Yeah. But the first Aristotle. I five audio books. Uh, I love it. It's so much easier on the way to work and home. Uh, the first book that comes to mind without much thought would be probably Brave New World. That was the only book from when I was a kid that I actually enjoyed that I was forced to read. Interesting. So, don't remember much of what happened, mm-hmm. other than it was a Brave New World. <laughs> um, we'll add it to the list. Recently, I read Ready Player One. Have you guys read this book yet? I've heard of it. I've yeah, heard, heard of it too. I've had it recommended. If you grew up in the 80s, or, or like that sort of 80s, mm-hmm. um, very good book, very well written. Wait, did someone mention You read it or did you audio I, I audio book Okay, it. was it a good reading? Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, good. I'll I mean, have to it check is that a, out then. It, I felt like this guy was trying to write Twilight for guys. Like, I don't know how to put it, because there is a little bit of that romance mm-hmm. drama in it. I'm a sucker okay. for a good love story. But, like, if uh, the references they make throughout the book and the things the main character has to do in his little video game world... Mm-hmm. And all the callbacks to all the games I grew up playing. Hmm, nice. So, all right, I'll have to read that for sure. I've, I've yeah. been meaning to. One of our emails for later, uh, someone did recommend that book oh, as nice. well. So right. we'll get that is a one smart one. individual. Yeah. Uh, I think it was permanent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think he takes Always it. right. <laughs> <laughs> right well, 
one. Good pick, Furman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> also, uh, watch the, the Battleground pay-per-view. Shout out to Carl Bird, one of our first, our very first special guest, yeah. uh, wrestling connoisseur. Um, he posted on the podcast yeah, Facebook page. Yeah, I was gonna say he's Undertaker. He's often posting on the Facebook. Yeah, um, me Facebook. personally, I enjoy Undertaker, but I'm ready to move on with my life. I'm sorry, Undertaker. I'm sorry. I've moved on. I moved on. Eight year old me wants to beat you up right now. <laughs> <laughs> eight year old, my, if I can go back in time, eight year old me would beat myself up. But you know what? I really love Seth Rollins though, and he was the, he's a new young guy who was in the main event who got kind of got a little washed over. But it is what it is. I'll keep watching. We'll see what they do. Spoiler alert. Mm. I started to watch some of that. Oh, nice. I logged into the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for the logging space. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to watch that, and then Sheamus came out. Literally the first person that came out. Right. <laughs> Sheamus. He looks ridiculous. He's the worst. He's the worst. He's, he's, uh-huh. he's literally and he the had the Money in the Bank thing, and yep. he started wrestling the Viper. Yep. And then I was done. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. It, it started t- turning into a spot fest where they just kept doing their special moves mm-hmm. on each other. And I'm like, oh, hey, it's that same thing I saw last time. Yeah. Bye. So they just like, they, they loaded up on their specials. So they had like four specials and they just spammed them. They spammed the right. I feel like uh, when I'm watching people play uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, yeah. I, just, I just like to yell, do your move, over and over. And uh, they've wrestled each other like a billion times oh, yeah. in the past two mm-hmm. years or so. I'm not going to spend too much time on those guys, but we'll have another wrestling podcast in the future. See, we are the state of wrestling. Mm. Um, and a little flag football on Sunday. It was really hot. Yeah, I almost flag died. Dude, we don't really want to think about it. so much flag football. I didn't it was ridiculous. I, I, re- I helped ref, and then I played. No, I, yeah, played, refed, played again. Oh, refed again. It was, it was, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we. Uh, no, 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 no. It's really hot. It was like yeah. ninety-five thousand degrees. We, I got really we made it. We made it all the way to the championship, though. Which we did, cool. but it was whack. It we was whack. got screwed. Let's yeah. be real here. So like the real screwed. ref wasn't there. Yep. Because they pushed it back a few weeks because yep. of the ho- holidays and weathers, and then we had to like make up overtime rules on the spot. It was dumb. I'm not even really worried about it. Victor, stop asking me about it, Vic. Stop asking me about it. It was like five hours of football in like 95 degree weather. It was ridiculous. I, but I did get a pretty sweet, I get a pretty sweet tan. <laughs> we went through so much water. <laughs> we, we were panicking because we had gone through like a case and a half of water. We were out of water. We were like, oh my God, what do we do now? And we got into overtime, and there was no more water left. And I was like, oh my God, we need water. Oh my God, we need water. And then I just laid around the rest of the day, fell asleep, and yeah, uh, got Taco Bill. It was my first season playing. Yeah. I had a blast. Yeah, it was so a good time. I just want to thank you and John for having me on the team. Yeah, I am coming back. Bigger and stronger than ever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like Gronk out there. Yeah. That's, that's you have a five-week off-season period, so you need to get back into shape because you look <laughs> disgusting. Training camp needs to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're going to get a little bit into the Comic-Con Part 2. We talked a little bit about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the more shows that are coming out. Um, first on the docket, I don't know if anyone's was a big fan of the original, if they're super excited, but I know the, the big thing nowadays is old shows coming back. Mm. And the first one is Heroes Reborn. Yeah. We do a mini series for Heroes. Does anybody watch Heroes when it came out? Uh, season one. Yeah. Season, I mean, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. But only season one was right. worth watching. Yeah. Dugan? I watched season one and season two. Mm-hmm. I saw the first episode of season three and that was it. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's, like, that's probably... I, I don't know why I kept watching. Like, as I soon as... Really I, I forgot the guy's the character's name, but once he turned himself into a hero, I was done. Oh, okay. yeah. Siler? Siler. Siler. Not, not Siler. The, uh, the, I think he was the doctor. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I can't think of his name. name. Mohinder. Yes. 
Yeah. When he, oh, he, if yeah. I remember correctly, he like turned himself into he a, did, a yeah. hero, yeah. and I was he like, that kind of defeats the yeah, point of the show. Was, he became like Ant, like like the Fly or some shit, right? Yeah, it was something yeah, weird. weird. The first season yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah. first yeah. season was awesome. I can't believe that show went downhill that fast. Yeah. and that bad. Yeah. Wasn't David Goyer involved in that? I'm not sure. Okay. Did you talk about? Were you Wasn't he the guy directed Blade Trinity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's great. <laughs> nah, I watched the first four episodes of the first season. Mm-hmm. I thought that's eh, pretty cool. I'll probably get back to it because the other stuff caught my interest. Then I heard after the second season, I heard that the show was going down the tubes, and I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't waste my time following that show. Mm-hmm. Well, the first season is totally first. The first season of like, Heroes, even if it went downhill, yeah. the first season mm-hmm. was really that good. The first season okay. of Heroes is, in my opinion, one of the most perfect seasons of television in the history of television. Hmm, I love it so much. That's season 5 of 24. Yeah, sure. I think we're season 5 of 24. That's the one where Palmer dies, like, right off the bat. Yes, that was the best season of 24. Yes, it was. No dispute about it. (laughs) After that... Just, uh, just watch season five of that and season one of uh, of Heroes. Uh, yeah, it was really good the first season. Uh, they had the little writer strike there in season two. And the original plan was to do different heroes every year, but then they kind of really liked the original characters, so they brought them back, which probably wasn't the best idea because yeah. the end of season one was pretty. You know, it all kind of tied up, but the last fight was kind of dumb. That was like the beginning of like, oh god. Yeah. And once uh, once Peter Petrelli went to Ireland and became Peter Petrelli, yeah. I was done. Yeah, and they a, uh, they nerfed him with all his powers. And then he left his girlfriend in the apocalyptic future, which I always thought was hilarious. Wow, Remember? that's pretty messed up. Yeah, Who did that? Remember he went there with the Irish chick in the future? Wow. He came I back. Totally forgot about she that. She didn't come back with him. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, she, he, wow. he totally left her in a future <laughs> move. Where, where humanity was Damn. on the brink of collapse. Uh, so that was funny. Damn. But uh, yeah, that character was so good because he, like, he got his powers because he was a hospice nurse, so he like connected with people. Mm-hmm. So that's why he could absorb powers. And he like it was cool because his clothes were too big for him, and he had like the crazy hair. He looked like a normal dude. Right. His and brother then, was totally a d bag. Yeah. yeah. And then by the end, of, like the third season, he's like dressed in like Abercrombie and tight clothes <laughs> and looks like a stud. And he was, but he, like he lost his whole character. It was, Tim Crane, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I stopped watching like four. I can't believe like there was like four episodes left. I just I just gave up. Gave up. I will not be watching this miniseries. Back to the miniseries. I will not be watching it. I'll be. I'll check it out. I'll check it out for all of us. Because I appreciate that. Because I've already that heard once. Tra- Did you see the trailer that they released for Comic Con? No. It actually looks good. It looks oh. interesting. Anybody else watch it at all? Anybody I saw it. I. It was enough for me to pique my interest. I'll watch it. Yeah, same thing here. Well, like they're, they're, they're look, least it up. looks like they're going back and they're yeah. like, man, we messed up. Yeah. Like, let's try and fix that real quick. They always yeah. try to, they just, people just try to do too much. Yeah, I uh, just, I don't, the, the thing that got me about he, the original Heroes was that they had so much time to get it right. And yeah. after every season, people were like, well, I think that they know that they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually like the conversation everyone had. <laughs> yeah, like every season. It was, I think this is going to be the season where they write the shit. <laughs> and they <laughs> never <laughs> did. And it was, um, it was like right around the cusp of when like DVRs were coming into place. So it was a show you actually had to watch like as it came out. And I I never do that ever, even back then. And I watched it every week. And I was just like, you guys are fucking, you're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> and I actually bought the first season on DVD from recommendations of so many people. I, was, I never buy that either. I have the first season of Heroes. I have it somewhere. HD DVD. 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Dead <laughs> formats in the house. You're like, HD DVDs are going to be great. It's totally going to be blue. Fun fact, I have two HD DVD players at home. <laughs> yep, he does. And might be the only two in the, in the world. That are is one of them at least uh, an Xbox? One of them is. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. That the that Xbox one. 360 one, and I have a standalone one. Yeah. Um, now, and that's not, I, the, the, sorry, the standalone one was just a friend of mine was going to throw it out, so I'm like, just give me that. I'll take it. <laughs> Fuck it. I have HD DVDs. You put it with your laser player and your Betamax player. <laughs> um, now, are these all new guys? All new characters? No, not all of them. So there's like a couple cool scenes of some of the old, like Mo Hinder is back. The man with the horned rimmed glasses is back. Oh, that's cool. HRG. Yeah, he was cool. Um, the I bet the, the fat, fat dude, fat man, fat guy. Super fat man? Greg Gumbert? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Greg Gumbert. Yeah. He's back because, you know, he's been doing so much after Heroes ended. Right. J.J. Uh, is his boy since he's being Star Wars. Oh, is he really? The he's, hell? That's he's, random. He's boys with J.J. Abrams. He's in all this stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, wait a mooch, Greg yeah. Gumbert. Well, if you guys <laughs> were to ride a guy's Star Wars, I'd want to be in that, too. Yeah, I mean, I get it. So, but Peter Charlie's not going to be in it. He was my favorite character. Oh, Hero's so. going to be in it. He was cool. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. I, yeah, because yeah. Because I don't think I ever hate all these people that like weren't doing anything else are gonna be back in it. And I think Hinder was in something that got canceled after yeah. a season. Was so. it Siler? It wasn't Skyler. Siler, right? Siler. Yeah. I didn't even like like if he's a bad guy, don't make him a good guy. He's, he's evil. Just make he's, him evil. Is that Zachary Quinter's character? Yeah, he's gonna be back. I don't think so. He's not. I don't know. I say he's doing Star Trek. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy. Yeah, but uh, I was just saying that again. The reason the first show, and I'm not a big like like TV. Like I can't tell. I don't know. If I enjoy a TV show, I feel like it must be pretty good. It must be pretty good because I don't really watch too many. And I, I have a very high opinion of myself and my my tastes. I think <laughs> that it was the first TV show that really brought like superheroes yeah. in a meaningful, like well-written, well-acted way to television. I even read the comics online <laughs> as they wow. came out week by week. <clears throat> Get all the backstory. Wow, you were yeah, really into heroes. Really I never even did that. Yeah. But yeah, that that's what really like captured my attention for that show it was just i'm like man these are not the heroes from the comics but this is pretty cool there's mm. people running around with superpowers in this tv show and that's all right mm -hmm. um the two cw superhero shows flash and uh, arrow i haven't watched flash the first season yet but i watched the first two episodes ah, two seasons of arrow which is pretty good i haven't watched season three yeah i need to I need yeah to get on i need to get on that uh you guys big arrow flash fans i am a yeah, caught up. oh are you both. really yep, I'm I'm both. oh man yeah. don't tell us so, what, what, yeah. what you got dugan come on so the, the flash doing. is uh if you haven't watched season one you're gonna watch the first 10 to 12 episodes and go oh my god how did this thing not get canceled mid-season <laughs> because they very much do the thing where each week it's just a new Oh, here. That's why I stopped watching. And That's like, I stopped watching around and then like episode six. Yeah, and around uh, halfway through, they bring in the reverse Flash, mm. and then the second half of the season focuses on him and his backstory, and then they actually have a, a story arc in the second half of the season. Oh, nice. okay. uh, Arrow this season was okay. I uh, I enjoyed it. I'm trying to remember. This was the season was where they brought interest, introduced Adam. Yeah. So, and yeah. That, I thought that character was good, but now he's getting his own... Spin-off. Spin-off. Tomorrow, which I don't know about that one. <laughs> I haven't seen anything about that just because yeah. I haven't caught up he on Flash and Arrow. Yeah, he would fit in well into the Arrow universe. Him with his own show with, like, I think it was Captain Cold from Flash and mm -hmm. uh, the Black Canary, the old Black Canary from Arrow. Wait, uh, I thought she was dead. Black Canary? Yeah. Isn't she dead? 
to spoil alert. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody ever really dead in comic books? True, true. I, suppose, I only had that spoil because I lo- I saw like the poster for yeah, Legends it's Marvel, the and she's literally right in the poster. Yeah. I've seen see that's how much I've seen of that show. <laughs> I've literally seen nothing. I didn't so know I saw the poster and I was like, what is she doing there? Because I watched <laughs> I watched the first few episodes of, like the CW like for season three on their app, and then only to like what I can watch. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then also she's on the poster. I yeah. would I wouldn't mind a single spoiler from season three of Arrow Dugan. Which was? Well, I want you to tell me. Mm. Of oh, season three of Arrow? Yeah, is 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 Laurel dead? Laurel Wentz? She's freaking dead? No. God, she's the worst. <laughs> so that so does does does, does a little much of the CW like drama kind of gets a little too much. Here's the like, problem: if uh, it, the same thing for Flash, the same thing for Arrow. If they were thirteen episode seasons, mm-hmm. they would be awesome. <laughs> but they are 23, 24 episode yeah, seasons, yeah. and half the episodes are fillers. Yeah, and you like it's a gamble. Like, is this week are we getting a filler episode, or is this going to be <laughs> a good episode? And yeah. it's like every other week. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta make a very. I, I, I listen. The more Felicity smoke, the better. Yeah, right. Felicity smoke show. What's up? Yeah. If you listen to the podcast, Felicity, holla. We'd uh, love to have you on. I can be. I can make an executive decision whether I'm gonna buy those DVDs or Blu-rays and or just watch them on Netflix when they and try to like make it right on time yeah, for the that. new season. So yeah, so, those are, if you don't keep up with those shows, they're tough because yeah. like you'll try to binge watch them and you'll be like, oh my god, they're doing a complete. You know, they'll yeah. do a Laurel Lance episode, and you're just like, come on, <laughs> let's go. Can you tell me which episode that was so I can I skip remember. it? <laughs> but, but Arrow, they do have an interesting, uh, very. this season was very reminiscent of the movie Batman Begins with the characters. and oh, yeah, they got Roz in that season. Roz right? in that yeah. season. Oh, which uh, apparently Liam Neeson wanted to, fun little fact, Ooh. said he was open to coming back as Roz Wolf for this season of Arrow. Sweet. And they basically said, we don't want to connect the two universes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now, how awesome would that show have been if Liam Neeson played yeah. one? How do you say awesome. no to Liam Neeson? But now, but now DC, they're even saying like they, they were going to use Harley Quinn, but they can't use her anymore because yep. she's in Suicide Squad. They wanted to use... Deadshot was the other one. Yeah, Deadshot. They, they pretty pulled, big character. Yeah, they pulled him out. I think they killed him off in Arrow. I can't remember. I Once I saw he was in I remember that, yeah, he was in season two. Yeah, he was in like, quite a bit. Yeah. He was a recurring character. Yeah. I like the guy that played him too, but sorry, fucking Will Smith. Interesting. I didn't know they you. killed him. Like, they killed him off in season three? I think so. Yeah, I don't which which season two? It was like they had a whole Suicide Squad mission. Did you? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Season two of Arrow was awesome. Yeah. yeah, like that was excellent. Slade Wilson was fantastic. I love like, that. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you play? Did you play any Batman? No, not okay. not this week. What's Arkham Knight? About, hmm? Arkham Knight? Yeah. Just finished that game. Too. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. We had I jumped this podcast at the right time. time. Yeah, Three yeah. out of four finished it. Yeah, I so we need to get on that. I don't spoil no nothing. But it's funny because Arrow uses so many like Batman villains. It's kind of funny because yeah, I think this year they have another Batman villain coming in. Uh, Anarchy, who was in Arkham City, was really cool. Oh, okay. So that should be interesting. So in Arkham Knight, they have like this little. If you walk around the police station at the beginning of, mm-hmm. the, of the game, mm-hmm. there's like a little museum type thing. Where yeah. Oh, the evidence room. Yeah. And yep. then you can like read a bunch of stuff or have have a dude tell you. Yeah, like, I think they had the thing in there. That's pretty cool. They did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's in Arkham City. He is the villain. He wasn't used a lot because uh, kind of like um, anti-government. So you get a little, you know, things, <laughs> get, things are a little heated. I think mm-hmm. I was reading. It's, it's funny because whenever I play. Um, Batman. Actually, I've been watching uh, the animated series, the original, on Amazon Prime still. And every time like a villain comes up that I haven't seen in so long, I'll go read up about him. Like, nice. oh, I haven't heard from you in so long. <laughs> Anarchy, nice. That was such a good show. Oh yeah, I read that he's gonna be in the new Arrow, so that's gonna be fun. But I definitely want to watch Flash too. Uh, some of the other shows, Walking Dead uh, and Fear the Walking Dead, which is a new spinoff prequel mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. sequel slash same timeline. I'm actually gonna. It's not the same timeline. Is it? 
it happens like cool. right yeah okay it happens right when the outbreak happens gotcha. so it's like people surviving while the shit's actually hitting the fan i know i mentioned on the show that i gave up on walking dead a while back i'm gonna try and get back into it i'm gonna try when did you give up on it halfway through season two right uh, yeah <laughs> uh the gov right the governor season the well, second governor the, the when, he had the, really when he had the eye patch governor season was the best season that's season three right good. yeah the prison yeah best well, season it, of that show it was mm, i agree it was it was out it was the season or the mid-season after his town got fucked mm-hmm. wherever okay. they lived that's when you gave and, up? and he had the eye patch and then pretty good there was like uh it was like the mid-season finale was the next episode i'm pretty sure it was the scene when the governor bit it and i just i just stopped i, just, I never went back I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try again. You should. That, yeah, that's really good. It was I feel like four and five. Was it was just. It was. Movie. It was the going back every week. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to sit here for an hour. But if I can binge watch it, like 45 minutes, no commercials, I think I can make it. This season, when they go to uh, what's the place with the cannibals? Completely. Alexandria. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 that's no, no, ironic. No. The one before that. No. Alexa- oh, Terminus. 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 There it is. Yeah. I was so pissed. You spent an entire half a season building up the Terminus, yeah, and then the season premiere that season. One episode and they moved on. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? These cannibals weren't all that. Yeah, like let's go. Nope, nope. There's like they kind of like scrapped that idea halfway through. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Poor yeah, Bob. Cool. He got killed by like the worst villains. I yeah. <laughs> but those villains caught it so so good. They did. They did do that. Um, are you know what? You guys can watch the uh, the Fear of the Walking Dead the prequel. Someone uh, explain this to me. What is, what is, what is uh what is it? I, don't, I believe it's it takes place on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and it's uh, as Eric said, it was during the outbreak. So, gotcha. I believe during that time period where Rick blacks out in the very first episode, because yeah. it's like uh, that's yeah. the time period. This, yeah, at least the first season is going to take yeah. place during. Yeah, yeah. And you watch Rick, Rick woke up after everything had yeah. happened, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen all the ep- uh, all the episodes of The Walking Dead, mm. but Fear of the Walking Dead, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother with it. Whoa, mainly whoa, be- whoa. mainly because it's a prequel, uh-huh. and for me and for me when it comes to prequels, it's like all the tension is out of the out of the room because you know I already know what happens. But and Hayden, I li- but Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Let's not bring up Hayden Christensen <laughs> okay, or so the Star Wars the thing about, about Like, that. like so, for me, like for me, I prefer I prefer stories to move forward. Mm. I don't want to go back. Right, I got you. Well, the the thing that I don't really think that that it applies to this is it's completely different characters so it's not like these people are you know they're ever in rick's path as far as i know right so it's a completely separate story i I thought the trailer looked cool and out there in la right yes yeah so la and atlanta they really like they they make it look like um like people don't know what's happening like people just kind of start waking up out of the blue from being dead and start eating people and you're like uh the way they made it look is like people are on, are on social media and they're watching these like blurry cell phone videos uh, they're like oh shit that dude looks like he's just like eating a guy yeah but they have no idea what's happening until it goes down mm-hmm. and then you know it's all about surviving and just an fyi for everyone it might look ridiculous cool. when you rollerblade mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. rollerbladers are going to survive the zombie apocalypse true just saying so <laughs> learn it if you don't know how because i don't know how so <laughs> i have to learn roller- I, can, I can roller skate yep. i can't rollerblade rollerbladers and good cardio too yes <laughs> you just have to be you don't have to be the slowest just the second slowest i'm sure you're not the fastest the second slowest Bro. excuse me just watch a zombie land You'll yeah, know how to yeah you get all the rules. You get all the rules. <laughs> yeah. One of the shows I missed was Supergirl. It's coming out on CBS. Uh-huh. Should be interesting. Nope. Not at all. Not even a little bit. What? Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. They're not even like. <laughs> like, they're not even trying to make her badass. Like, nope. it, it's. it's 
you might as well have her go shopping and try on dresses <laughs> during Supergirl. Like that's the bit. Like you didn't have she had rock like a like a pink suit. I'd yeah. be like, yep, sure. Yeah, like I don't that looks like what they're trying to do. Yeah, Vic, as the uh, resident feminist on the show, <laughs> what do you think about Supergirl? You know, I want super. I want you know. Female superheroines to succeed, but how? But I have to agree. Supergirl looks really kitschy mm. to me. It kind of looks like the creators like, yeah, we're not gonna take this seriously. anybody anybody remember the 1984 film? Come on, it's uh, like no. using it's like they're using that as their as their blueprint. And I've seen Supergirl, the old movie. <laughs> wow, now and that um, that shit is the worst. <laughs> it's, it's CBS, so it's a little bit different from CW. I feel like, I don't know if CW has more leeway, more you know independent, you know to do their arrow, make it darker and things like that. But I feel like it being on CBS is not going to help it. But yeah. I'm going to watch it. Because it's the same producer as Arrow and Flash. Hmm. So are they, are they tying that to the Man of Steel universe? Because the preview made it seem like Superman's out there. But I don't know if it was Zack Snyder's Superman. I believe or... it's going to be in the TV one. Yeah, because Arrow. It's, because it's the, the same producer. Okay. And I, I think they're, they're talking about a crossover maybe. Yeah, and CW is owned by CBS. Because all those conglomerates yeah. own each other, um, and they said maybe one day, but for right now, we're gonna keep Supergirl for ourselves. So who knows when it might happen? Um, but yeah, because I can't remember the producer's name, but it's like his universe. Uh, so that's be interesting. Then the, the the books, I mean, sorry, the, the show and the movies, as far as I'm concerned, are just totally separate, and they can't keep they can't use people that they wanna. Um, and there's someone else that got pulled from Arrow because of it being in Man of Steel or in the future Batman or something like that, huh. which is kind of a shame because. I would be okay if they brought that arrow and that flash. Yeah, into, yeah. You already yeah, established those, those characters. Are good, yeah. Right. Like you get like, millions of people watching it every week, and yeah. you make you people sound like they're idiots because they can't keep two flashes separate. It's like people yeah. are reading these things forever. It happens all the time. Yeah, I just. Uh, yeah. I like it's been like ten Batman. Yeah, I like the guy who plays Flash, and Stephen Amell is is really good. As yeah, that yeah. Awesome. yeah. I, I don't understand that decision at all. Yeah, it's, I really because you're too dumb to keep up with two flashes. What? <laughs> <laughs> or well, they're gonna do two flashes. It's just well, but that's weird. what they're doing. No, excuse me. They are uh, two two Harley Quinn because I don't know why they do it for the villains. Like you can have two flashes, but you can't have two Harley Quinns. Uh, dumb, dumb, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why DC like, and even when like uh. The, the, the trailer that we talked about last week uh, for Suicide Squad leaked mm -hmm. and Warner Brothers did everything in their power to get it to off the internet which will never happen and um, yeah. when it happened to Marvel and Avengers 2 they're just like oh, stupid Hydra like, yeah, they made a and then they, just, then they just posted it to HD yeah. like everyone watch it I saw that like, yeah. <laughs> Marvel tweets out like a one like three words and says dang Hydra mm -hmm. and then like WB's like we're working really hard with our anti-piracy team. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like a lawyer like yeah. wrote a big like, post and put it out there. You show a trailer at Comic-Con with nerds, mm -hmm. someone's going to take a photo <laughs> or a video of your trailer. I'm sorry. This is going to happen. Which is crazy because like I don't understand. Like If Comic-Con didn't want people to pirate that stuff, there's literally a, like, a thing you can paint the screens with that when you go to film it, it just shines back and you can't, you can't pirate it. You can only pirate the audio. Why really? would they just... Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's... Ooh. Well, we yeah, figure these multi-billion-dollar yeah, conglomerates would spend a hundred thousand dollars, do it to your screens, and you won't have a part of. That's why it makes me think like they're they, they might not publicly like well, again, it. Like, but probably, I think they think it's yeah, okay. It's building yeah. buzz for their movie. Why right. would they? I think WB is the only one that like reacts that way though. Yeah. Well, even Fox, Marvel, like they mm -hmm. when Deadpool got leaked, they were just kind of like. They, yeah. not, I'm surprised they haven't released it yet, but it's not Yeah, like, they said they're not going to do it, yeah. but they they didn't react in that. Fairly. They're not like, we're going to hunt down all yeah. of these dirty thieves. We will send Deadpool after you <laughs> and make you watch Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs>
I'd be okay with Deadpool, just not Green Lantern. Because <laughs> mm. um, some com- uh, comics here, we'll probably get more to those in the comic book episode that we have in a few weeks. Um, but some of the films, two of the films, uh, Peanuts and Hateful Eight. Is Peanuts, mm. Peanuts is that like uh, Charlie Brown Peanuts? Yeah. Yep. I have not, not, there's a trailer for that, I did not see that trailer. Yep, there's a trailer. Nice. I'll did, did they come out with a new one? There was one, like a teaser released in the teaser, yeah, I saw the teaser. Oh yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like the, the 3D, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I always enjoyed Pants Grown. Wasn't my favorite comic growing up, Funnies, I should say. I was a big Calvin and Hobbes fan. Yeah, mm. Calvin and yeah. Hobbes. Yeah. Me too. I love Calvin Yeah, we might have a Calvin and Hobbes episode too. Just, just <laughs> read Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> all over the air. I'm really surprised. I feel, I feel like Calvin and Hobbes is underappreciated. I agree. Well, it's because Bill Watterson didn't like, uh, like selling it to like um, anything. That's why there's no, you know, Garfield is literally everywhere. Yeah. Like he's in your bathroom. I've um, never seen an animated Calvin and Hobbes. No, he doesn't allow for that. That's why whenever I see those things mm-hmm. where Calvin is peeing on something, it makes you so mad because Bill Watterson doesn't like that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's him filling up a water bottle. I'm sorry, excuse me, a, a water balloon. That is what that image is. That's why sometimes it's Calvin, sometimes it's not. It's totally unauthorized, and Bill Watterson does not appreciate that. <laughs> Bill Watterson was a genius, and he retired at 35. Wow. Yeah. But um, you're saying, but yeah, that's. I was gonna say. Uh, I, I was. I'm, I was surprised that we haven't seen a Calvin and Hobbes movie, animated or otherwise. Oh, but yeah. that's yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, he just. Ne- and it's funny. He actually. Um, he used to go to like his hometown because he was like lives out and he yeah he retired at 35 and just vanished um but he used to sign copies of Calvin Hobbes books Calvin Hobbes books and just leave them in the bookstore but then he found out they started going on eBay so he just stopped doing it wow because we can't have nice things <laughs> people are douche canoes oh god you would totally put that on eBay so fast I would treasure that forever right, me too <laughs> I would sleep with it under my pillow the book you money the money you got from the book <laughs> I would spend that on a new pillow. <laughs> I need a I need a second one. It's getting a little it's getting a little raggedy. I would um, just buy all of the signed copies that I found at the bookstore. So I will keep one <laughs> and treasure it forever. That's a good call. Uh, Hateful Eight is a new um, Tarantino movie, right? Yes. Are you guys all huge Tarantino fans? Is he? Is he um, I mean, I, I enjoy his stuff, but I wasn't sure because yeah, being cinema fiends as such as yourselves, I wasn't sure if there was a. Uh, some people that really dislike his work and others that really love it. Oh, there it is! Yeah, I knew it! I'm, 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 I knew I'm not, it! Not a Tarantino fan. Oh, really? Man, oh, I, I, wow. You and Vic go outside for like 20 minutes? <laughs> no, go ahead. Have Victor little, stays have, on the podcast. Have a little palaver. Go yeah, ahead. What's up? Uh, yeah. It's a Dark Tower reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Kill Bill movies, I've never been so bored in my life. Other than the Crazy 88 fight scene. Mm-hmm. Not my type of movie. I don't know what to say. And I watched uh, Pulp Fiction when I was in college, and everybody talked this movie up as the greatest thing. After I finished that two and a half hours, I didn't understand. Well, I literally thought something was wrong with the world. I thought a cruel joke had been played on me because this is—I didn't think it was a good movie. It was. There were characters in those movies that were like, you could take the entire character out, show that movie to somebody, and they don't miss a thing. Like, mm-hmm. Uma Thurman's character, why was she? What sir? Purpose was she like? It was like a side. That was like a side mission to a side mission in a video game. That's the only thing I could think of. Which is worse. I know this is not a popular opinion, but um, on, we we love dissenting opinions on this podcast. We love. It. I just to agree, I, I recently watched it again to give it a second chance, mm-hmm. and uh, the only thing it did was remind me why I hated the movie so much to begin with. Wow. I and, love disagreeing with the popular opinions. Right? Yeah, I just not. You gave, you gave it a try, but that, that's admirable. You gave it another try. I, I did. I still, I don't. Do you see his newer ones as they come out? Like Inglorious Bastards. I never saw Inglorious Bastards because I watched the opening scene. And while that was very well written and very well shot, 
it took so long, and I just get bored. That's like, Tarantino's thing, I, though. And like, he, he is, he is which is why I'm not a fan of his movies. Very dialogue heavy. It's and like in ninety percent people just yeah. gabbing. So it, it's I always say like if you go to the movies to watch a, a movie about a hitman, you want to see the action. You want to see him going in. You want to learn about that character. You don't want to see what he does on his night off, like, and I feel like that's a story Quentin Tarantino always wants to tell. Mm-hmm. What do serial killers talk about it before and after they go kill somebody? Like, mm-hmm. all right, interesting, but I feel that's what makes the characters interesting. And it is, it's, it's definitely a different take. But I mean, I could we could probably have a whole podcast. Oh, like, absolutely, like, oh, from, for sure, for sure. Oh man, Pulp I, Fiction. I, but I, I, I'm yeah. not a. I haven't watched the trailer for Hateful Eight. I didn't mind Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I thought of all those movies, that was the one I enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. Right. But I didn't, you know. So, Victor, you okay. got you got 30 seconds for a rebuttal. Yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you take all the time you need. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite surprised, but, uh, but you know, I've, I know a lot of... die hard. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, <laughs> Pulp Fiction is undoubtedly one of Tarantino's, probably his most beloved movie, and it's not my favorite, but I, I really like the movie a lot. Um, ma- mainly for the reasons that you don't, you dislike it. Um, I like the like all the little vignettes, you know. Even though it's like it feels like even though it's like the movie's comprised of like side vignettes to side vignettes to more side vignettes. I thought that was the whole purpose of it, and I and I love I love the style of it. I, Tarantino has such a gift for dialogue, and like when I watch his movies, I'm just fascinated. Like that's just how he can just come up come up with that all on his own. Um, my favorite Tarantino movie actually is Jackie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, the only Tarantino movie I've never seen. Oh man, you you should definitely check it out. Alright, Victor, let me borrow it. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I but I, Jackie Brown is the one film I, I love because you know the film. I mean, if 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 you're if all of the all of Tarantino's quirks, you know, like from the you know kind of like the self-aware dialogue to like kind of like kind of like the show-offy like kind of like you know I'm just a I'm just a kooky uh, quirky you know mad 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 scientist filmmaker, you know that that movie is kind of like the antithesis in a way to to his Tarantino isms, if you will. So, Jackie Brown is the one I would recommend if you haven't seen that. Um, Oh, also, what I love about Jackie Brown too is, you know, besides Pam Greer's, uh, you know, great performance and Samuel L. Jackson and dialogue, mm-hmm. Robert Forster is great in it too. Um, that's the one film that I champion above above his above all of his other ones. And also, I absolutely love uh, Django Unchained. For, for me, that for me, that's the slave slave revenge fantasy movie that I always wanted to make. <laughs> um, especially there was this um, this is one uh, TV show, The Boondocks. They had one episode called Catcher Freeman, and one of the vignettes was uh, basically uh, this superhero, this swashbuckling superhero who was a former slave who who rescued uh, rescued slaves in bondage, and he would basically decapitate slave masters. And I thought, oh my god, if there was a live action movie, I would give it all its money. Then Tarantino read my mind and he made Django Unchained, and I'm like, ah, oh, this this movie this movie's gold. I love it. Um, now, yeah, Jackie Brown. That's like, is that like in the style of like old black exploitation movies, sort of? Uh, no, actually, no. It's just a, it's just a like a really understated crime drama. Okay. Yeah, just centered around a, a bag full of like twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, like that's a thing now. Yeah, so that's a Tarantino thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I have, the I have an important question. Yeah. Is it better than Black Dynamite? You can't compare those two movies, man. Black Dynamite is a straight comedy, and and by the way, Black Dynamite is a is a modern classic. I, I must love say, Black Dynamite so much. That. If y'all have not seen Black Dynamite, Michael Jai White knocks it out of the park. Oh, nice. Black yeah. Dynamite. I threw that shit before I walked in the room. <laughs> AKA Spawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel really like uh, you ever just... seen that dude? I've not. No. Oh, it's really should. good. Find it. 
Mm. It's got its own cartoon on Cartoon Network now. <laughs> That's great. How is the cartoon? Have any of you seen I've it? I've never seen it. No. Okay. I just every once in a while I go back and watch Black Dynamite. I don't watch comedies over. Like I only watch comedies once because mm-hmm. after I know the joke, it is no longer funny. Mm-hmm. I continue to watch Black Dynamite because it's just that good. Yeah. I feel like this disagreement is a sequel to True Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's that's a, a good segue. Yeah, it's a very yes. good segue. Uh, 40-hour <laughs> film festival. Wait, I'm sorry. Is there a trailer oh. for Hateful Eight? Uh, yes, there is. Oh, snap. i got to go watch that. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll sorry. get caught up on all the trailers. Yeah. I just have to watch the Peanuts one. Uh, the 48-hour film festival. Uh, Project. Pro- Who wrote festival here? On my notes. Victor. Yeah, 48 <laughs> Film Festival Project. Project. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. That part was in the smaller font. So, uh, uh, Dugan, tell us about how you, you got into the project. What is it? Yeah. What is it? How you got into it? How these two slubs found their way into it? Yeah. So, uh, what the 48 Hour Film Project is, is uh, essentially what the name says. You have 48 hours to make a short film, uh, a four to seven minute short film. And the way it works is every weekend, different cities participate um, oh, that's cool. So, yep. so this nice. is this is actually a worldwide competition. You oh. are competing against people in Canada, in Europe, in Asia. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in I think 130 different cities right now. Sweet. Maybe more. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it, it starts all year. So every weekend, there's a different city or cities doing it. Uh, and Friday night, uh, usually at 7:30 local time, mm-hmm. they will give out uh, assign each group their genre. Uh, a character they need to use in the film, a line of dialogue they need to use in the film, and a prop they need to use in the film. Uh, and then from there on out, you have 48 hours to turn in a completed four to seven minute short film. Great. And uh, the way it works is for the U.S., all the winners go to a, an event called Filmapalooza, mm-hmm. which is usually held in Arizona. I don't know where it is this year. Where they show the winning cities. It's kind of like a film festival type weekend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, the top, uh, I think the top 10 from around the world go to Cannes Film Festival oh, and nice. compete in their short film corner. So, so what you're saying is we can go to Cannes. Yeah, if, 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 if our we win the Providence one and then go on and win the uh, international competition. Whoa, yeah, and there's 129 cities that are about to get it. <laughs> so <laughs> coming for you. If you if you if you listen to this and you've never done it before, they're always looking for teams are always looking for people to join. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the Providence area, you've already missed it. But I think New Haven's coming up. If you're in Connecticut, mm-hmm. Boston already had theirs too. So, but it's it's fun. It's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, it is. You, you, you will be very tired when you're done, but... Yeah, I did like the it. least amount of work on this one, and I was pretty exhausted. Yeah. I was pretty exhausted. How did, uh, how did Aris and uh, Vic, how did you guys get into it? I met, uh, met Aris at school. Yep. He was uh, a friend of a friend. Right, you or you knew uh, like Oscar and Furman. I don't know yeah, those guys. I knew all those guys. Yeah, yeah so Furman, friend of the show. Yep. <laughs> so that's how we met through college, and I think I met Victor through Aris, right? Yes. So... Yeah, I knew Victor was into the cinematic arts. Yep. <laughs> I got him involved. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dugan knew that I was into the finer things in life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Eris just came up to me and said, I'm going to make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are, being cans. It was you're, a lot of fun. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. I'm yeah. going to break out. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so good. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, sure acting is not easy. Cream. Huh? I'm sure you get that pimple cream in your Yeah. <laughs> I'll need a lot of that. But it was, it was really interesting because um, just going through it, we had the, um, we, were, we all met at your father's yep. and sitting down and receiving a phone call with all the, the information with the line, the, the type of movie, and then uh, Chris and Chrissy brought a, a whiteboard, whiteboard to yep. do the, and I'm, okay, so I've never been like a creative idea guy. Mm-hmm. I am terrible at that, but if someone says, hey, Maurice, go do that, I can do it. It's great. Like if I play Minecraft and like 
my brothers and co- they're making like these really immaculate structures and I'm like hitting a tree. <laughs> like, but if you need me to build you a staircase, just let me know and I'll go do it. He's yeah. going to tell me to do it. So, and it was really interesting seeing like the idea cloud because when I was back in class and they were doing I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, my idea, but it worked. It freaking worked. I couldn't believe it. I was like sitting there blowing my mind. I was just, everyone was just spitting out ideas. Um, we tried to get an idea about a, Two buddies. It was, a, it was a buddy movie. It was. We, yeah, it was we wanted to do a buddy podcast, but you know whatever. It didn't really make the top. I didn't think it made the top four. <laughs> but there was, a, there was a few ideas thrown out there. So that was that was a cool part of the process. Um, um, what did we had some other ideas? Uh, were some of those? I know you had a it was buddy serial killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. I had the uh, buddy Hunger Game thing. I like that. I like that. Yeah. But I think the uh, the big thing was. Um, Someone asked, "Do you want to do like more funny, lighthearted, or violent fight scenes?" I mean, I would have yeah. loved to do a fight scene. Well, we did one. We've we done them in the past. Two years ago, we got martial arts. Yeah. And a funny story: uh, a guy I worked with, a good friend Jim Parmigiano, who was actually in an episode. If you ever watched Showtime show Brotherhood, he, he was actually appeared. He got killed off on that show. He got nice. his head smashed in the door and then thrown. That's great. Uh, yeah. Nice. So I mean, that's, that's a side note. He, he's, he's a good guy, man. Yeah. He's him. a black belt. In karate, and uh, so when we got martial arts, it worked out great. And oh, I basically nice. made Jim like, you need to when we do these fight scenes, you need to make sure what we're doing is safe so nobody mm-hmm. actually gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And we get to the, I mean, we we that we filmed, we started like 8 a.m. We finished at five, and we were filming action scenes, so everybody was just exhausted. Oh yeah. And we just finished filming. Jim turns to me and goes, "So when's my fight scene coming up?" The one guy who has a black belt in karate does not fight in our entire <laughs> martial arts film. He's off to the side. He gets kicked in the face once. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's but, great. But no, those. We do have to do like an action, or we had, we got Western the first. Yeah, year showed me that movie. Yeah, man, that was a, the, well, that, that was the toughest shoot we had for sure. Yeah, yeah we, that was crazy. Horses. Yeah, we had a good location that year. Yeah, yeah. we had a great location. Uh, the problem was it was our first year doing it, and we say four to seven minute short film, and nobody's ever really oh, done it before. Okay, yeah, yeah. You don't know how much or little to put in the story. So right. we we if we had thirty minutes to tell the story, we probably would have made a kick ass movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we had seven, so if you. If you go to watch the film, it's on YouTube. Just type in Three Desert Films all yeah, one we'll, word. We'll post it to the Facebook yeah, page yeah. for sure. But like, you might be like, well, where did they go from here? <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, think we went nuts that year too. That was yeah. the year that we had like lighting yep. and multiple cameras and all these gadgets that you brought and everything. Yeah. And man, that was not. We had reflectors to reflect the sunlight into people's faces. Yeah. And then we realized oh, that that stuff takes a lot of time to set up. <laughs> yeah. Like that first year, I maybe got three hours of sleep the entire weekend. Because, I mean, idea to writing the script to yeah, shooting were... the film to editing the film, that one we had a few special effects that I had to do. Oh, I... Yeah, we were all exhausted. Yeah. I can't imagine you having to do all of that extra stuff. Uh, like just the actors were friggin' exhausted. And yeah. we were like actors, crew. I was hanging with a horse for like an hour in a yeah. barn. <laughs> well, you talk yeah, to... That horse was cool as hell, man. Yeah. Me and him became buddies. It's funny. I talk to a few of the other people who do it when they do like the film festivals. And they have like, like, oh, what'd you do? And they're like, oh, I directed, so-and-so acted, so-and-so edited, so-and-so produced. So they took care of all the paperwork. I'm like... Yeah, I did all that stuff. Like, <laughs> like, like you know, and, and even like One the person who acts, crew, yeah. Yeah. even the people who act, it's not you're not just gonna join our team and act. You're gonna act. You're gonna help set up stuff. You're gonna yeah. break some stuff. I Come mean, up with story. You're, you're gonna get involved in the process. <laughs> yeah. like, like, but I remember for that the western, we were like at three in the morning. We were done almost two, three in the morning just yeah. writing the friggin' script. Yeah. And then we were back at it like at eight thirty to yep. shoot. Fun uh, fact: this gross. is the first year we 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 did not have a script. True. Yeah, I did not. Wow. When you watch the film, it's it's a lot of improv was done in the film. Mm. And I remember getting home on Friday night, going, all right, I'm going to start writing some dialogue just so we have a baseline. 
and I kept writing stuff and deleting it, and I'm writing stuff and deleting <laughs> it. Like, I don't, I don't know what's, all I need to know is the scenes I want to shoot, and I'm just gonna let everybody improv it. Yeah, that was cool. I, and it actually worked out really well this yeah. week. I'm yeah. glad we got comedy because that's it. you know, it's, yeah, just let it go. Yep. yep. And if you anyone listen, if you, as you all listen to the podcast, you know we're all really good at improvising. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. awesome. Yeah. We're fantastic. Yeah. That was um. So so the, so the process you kind of streamlined it as you've gone along. Yeah. And once once the once the movie's out, mm-hmm. we can put it online once it's aired, screened at, at the forty eight hour, right? Yep. So we'll yeah. post that on the Facebook. So yeah, if anyone's looking at anything to do um, this Friday night, nine p.m., they're gonna air all the uh, the forty eight hour uh, films at uh, RISD. Yep. Uh, is there a specific hall or? It's in their auditorium. Auditorium. Perfect. Yeah. Auditorium. Yeah. Cool. So make sure you come and only vote for go no break films. Thanks. Right. right. You have to. They may, actually they make you they force you to vote for three films that night. Right. So uh, vote for ours and then the two that you think are the worst. And then after that, <laughs> but if everybody sure. does that, they might win. <laughs> right. 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 And then spe- spell them wrong so yeah. they don't count. The first year we we, we did El Paso, I took my grandparents there, and that was the exact idea my grandfather had. And I was like, but what if everybody does that? And he's like. Oh my god, what are we going to do? <laughs> By the way, I, it, these films, if you're going to come for the 9 p.m., they will be R-rated, so oh, right, yeah, you yeah. Know, don't bring your kids <laughs> unless you're okay. There are some weird... Oh, yeah. that, oh, I mean, Jesus. a lot of people put some a lot of good time and effort into these, but, you know, there's a lot of... I'll put them as Tarantino films where I'm sure people <laughs> appreciate them, but they are not... They were not meant for me. Victor, <laughs> you look concerned. Yeah. Oh, well, well, first I Caleb's brought, birthday? I brought oh, our first nice. one. Oh, the DVD. Yeah, the first one. Oh, we did Yeah, man. That's all. Oh, yeah, so that's oh, I still have too. that thing at yeah. home. Yep. Yeah. I'll, take the, I'll put it on the Facebook page. Though. Yeah, yeah we'll mini disc, too, man. That's sweet. Like a yeah. tiny Ah, look at that. Was it the soundtrack? Oh, pictures. Yeah, the pictures. Put that on the GameCube. Man. Yeah, the first year we did it, my brother in law was was kind enough to make the DVDs and with the full art and. And everything, That's freaking sweet. And dude. we sat. The people who joined the team, their expectations really high. And we really let them down ever since. <laughs> like we just haven't yes. done that since. <laughs> nope. I was yeah. expecting a dressing room. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the, the forty-hour film festival was, was was cool about the screenings. You get to see a lot of really really creative stuff from other filmmakers, but you also get to see some really weird, batshit crazy ones. Like the the one that takes the cake for me was the Dear Caleb one. Caleb's birthday. Caleb's birthday. birthday. I heard that they made a sequel. They to did that. last year. They had it was a sequel. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, these kids, man, wow. they are nuts. Like I just don't know where they come up with these ideas. Caleb. <laughs> it was like a Caleb was like a it was like, like a, a dead fetus. It was like a dead cat fetus. Ah, it was yeah, pink. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. Well, not sure that on YouTube. It's like on a bottle. They keep it in a bottle. Yeah. You they threw it at birthday party. What, what movie? Yeah. Well, so what did they get? Or what was their? I don't even know. Oh, like, like you got to give these kids credit because that was four years ago, and there are only. Three movies I remember from that year: mm-hmm. ours, mm-hmm. theirs, and I think the one that won our award, which was uh, about a guy in the end of the world. Oh, oh movie, like the movies yeah. him walking, just him walking around. And the, very... the cinematography in that was yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, and they won that. That one won the audience award for the votes. Mm-hmm. But I just remember like those are the three that stick out my one because one was. I thought was awesome. Mm. One I thought was holy crap! Like I can't unsee <laughs> that now. <laughs> and obviously, in ours, but mm. so there's more than one award. They have several awards. So each mm-hmm. each night, they'll, the audience will vote on their favorites, and there'll be one winner. Then they hand out awards for like best film, best director, best actor, best actress, supporting. And then they get kind of creative with the awards. Sometimes they do like best group ensemble, or I guess last year there was a twelve or thirteen year old kid mm-hmm. who like directed 
their um, movie. And, um, you know, that's right, yeah. I, 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 that's cool. I couldn't find the movie on YouTube, but a friend of a friend said that. I was like, wow, that's impressive. I was, that, at 13, I don't think I could... Yeah, that's that's yeah. nuts, man. I can really put um, my pants up. Yeah. So should I write either a best actor acceptance speech or a best supporting actor acceptance speech? Is <laughs> that a curiosity? <laughs> supporting supporting actor. actor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm winning the best. Actor. I real right, I dove into that role. I'm I did just, that, I'm I just gonna improv my, my acceptance speech. Yeah. Right. That's good. It's gonna come. It's gonna yeah, come you from might the heart. Practice yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come from the heart. Yeah. yeah so I just I really dove into my role as whatever I was. I'm not gonna spoil anything. No spoilers for this movie. You gotta come on Friday and watch it. Because you can't, it cannot be sent to the public before then. So yeah, they on Friday. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time. I really, we just uh, we had a little private screening here before the show. It was uh, got big laughs. Got yeah. big laughs. But you did a nice job with the editing. Yeah, you did a really yeah. good job. That, and directing that's, and all that good stuff. Thank so you. for us, it was more of like the twenty-four hour movie festival mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing it into straight forty-eight hours. Did you did you drop it off an hour forty-seven and fifty minutes? Or actually, uh, this is the year I finished the earliest. Uh, or I, try, I shouldn't say I finished the years. I turned it in the earliest. The past three years, I, I had an old desktop computer that I edited on, uh-huh. and every year something broke during <laughs> the rendering process. Like you finish your edits, and then something happens. Something didn't render right. You forgot to do it. With the martial arts film, it's actually online where we edited it. <laughs> Apparently, with Adobe, if you keep the caps lock on, some of your stuff might not render right. Oh man! And it literally the last shot of the scene where there was supposed to be a fire that I digitally put into mm. on the ground, and it oh. just looks like it was censored. <laughs> like I don't know how to put it. That was, was the like, worst. Yeah, that screened like that at the theater. And it did too, because at that point it was just too late to do mm-hmm. anything about it. But I have my brand new Macintosh this year, mm-hmm. and in the past years, what took two hours, meaning getting all the paperwork together and rendering, took 30 minutes, and that was only because I took 30 minutes to do the paperwork. Uh-huh. So a lot that went a lot faster this year. And uh, I forgot to mention this, but my dad, we, we kind of busted on him before a little bit. He did all the music for the movie. I don't know if I told you that. Oh that. yeah, it's all original music. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He was in his music room putting it all together, and you know when I was editing, you know he had a couple different ideas and. My dad, for some reason, really loves synthesizers. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Yes is his favorite band, and I think he wants to model his musical <laughs> career after Yes. But, mm-hmm. but you know, once I got him and said, no, I showed him some examples of what I wanted, and that's, like, six hours later, he had, like, ten different songs for me to pick from. So, nice. Awesome. So, speaking of that, actually, I told uh, all my buddies that we did that again this year. And uh, our boy, AWOL, who uh, provides us some awesome tunes for the podcast, he said he'd totally be down to... Uh, to come on and uh, help us out with uh, some audio oh, production yeah. next year, yeah. should we choose to do it. Again. We're gonna get a musical. He's a, he is a legit producer. He's got work out there. He makes beats. He does hip hop and nice. other genres. Um, that is so. shout out, especially to audio. I, I mean, we have the most oh, basic road He's mic. done. Uh, he's done a forty-eight hour film project. He did. He did one in Atlanta a couple nice. years back. Nice. So he uh, he would yeah. like to join the team. Yeah. Well, thanks for telling me the day after the thing finished. <laughs> yeah. He told me <laughs> after. He told great, me after. Three hundred and sixty days. He's like no. he hops on and he's like, oh, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah. I would totally love to do that. I'm like, well, friggin' thanks, you jerk. <laughs> Next year. Shout out to A Wall. Yeah. Yeah. A Wall. So you heard it here first. Yes, you're Dugan, welcome. Dugan already said yes. Mm-hmm. You're on board. Let's do it. So uh, Vic, what was your what's your favorite part of the the project? Uh, let's see. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much everything, especially like uh, performing as well my character, uh, which which I won't spoil. Um, That's a good job. Just it was, you really dove into that. Role. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was it was he a Daniel re- Day Lewis did. Oh yeah, it was a real stretch for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Turn up to eleven. Uh, yeah, what was funny too is because I was uh, I was thinking about what what what, what would my character wear. So uh, basically, I just threw on I just threw on a, a turtleneck sweater because I think what would a pretentious douche wear? So <laughs> turtleneck got got it. So I dug one out of the closet. Then I then I looked at my mom's closet for like this really ridiculous necklace that I snatched at, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm ready for it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just can't wait for you guys to see it this Friday, and we'll also post it on YouTube. Oh, and also. I think uh, Kevin will you'll post uh, an extended version of the, of yeah. the film as well. So it's a good good point. We uh, when I did the first edit of the film, I was chopping out a lot of stuff that I wanted to put in because mm-hmm. I knew I had to be under seven minutes. And that first cut of the film was ten and a half minutes long. So then I had to go back, and I even think Iris was watching the film, be like, "Oh, you cut out a lot of stuff." Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have to still try to make this story cohesive and make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I left out, I cut out a lot of good, a lot of good jokes, a lot of good comedy. So. I'm gonna put that all back in and post uh, post the extended like, cut. When uh, Peter Jackson cut Soramon out of Return of the King, um, Chris really did not talk to him for like a year. So, wow. friendships did end friendships. But it's a lot of hard work. That's a lot of hard work. You gotta make some tough decisions. <laughs> yeah, I think that was really good. But yeah, really, uh, get that extended cut. Well, out, I mean, come on, time. Return of the King. The last 45 <laughs> minutes of that movie could have been cut out. <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, like, I'm not an editor by any or anything like that, or even video or anything. But yeah, I, I was even like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, well, the forty-eight hour film project is no fly-by-night operation. No. You got to get that stuff in. Yep. In the, how they say it. Yeah. Yep. Dugan yep. can't just show up and be like, "Hey guys, I know everybody else's movie seven minutes, but I got this awesome ten <laughs> No special treatment. Right. I talked to Mister Forty-Eight Hour Film. <laughs> but uh, Maurice, since this, since this was your first year Whoa. joining the team, uh, what was your favorite? moment in the whole 48 hour experience i liked the round table discussion of just all the ideas i thought that was like the coolest thing ever because i've never been a part of anything like that just so quickly throwing everything together and it was it, like it blew my mind it really did just was like okay let's everyone just start talking and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god this is so much it was great um i don't think i none of the ideas are mine because like i'm not an idea person but I can say that's a bad idea, which I didn't say. I guess that's rude. Uh, but there's uh, every, I thought everything was really good, and I'm like I'm thinking, and even when we chose ours, I'm like, how the fuck are we gonna make a movie out of that in four to seven minutes? This is crazy, and then it just throwing everything. Yeah, this is how it's gonna start, and then showing up the next day, and just oh yeah, but I think we're gonna talk about this, and I know we had the uh, the initial beginning idea, and it was crazy filming the last scene first. Like that was wild. That was cool. It was just, the whole experience was, was wild. It was really good work by everyone, and I was, I'm still blown away by how fast that came together. It was crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's not fun. No. I got, I, the only thing, this year I did something I've never done before. We did the two minute steady cam shot yeah. Yeah. through the yeah. house, which I've always wanted to do as like a, mm-hmm. as a hobbyist filmmaker, I guess I'll call myself, because mm-hmm. I'm not really all that, I don't do much. I'm like, every time I see that in a movie, I love those scenes. Like, when yeah. you're just following a character around, I'm like, I need to do that at some point. And we actually tried to do it two years ago when we did the martial arts film. There was a scene, remember the kitchen fight scene? Yep. I, I tried, I was going to shoot that as one continuous take, and wow, no, it didn't work out. Yeah, like, I remember we had to reshoot we, a lot we, of that. We had to reshoot a lot of so many takes. Uh, that was, I feel bad, but I'm like, if it could have worked, it would have been awesome, but but this time it actually... I have no idea how True Detective did that. Yeah, that, this was like 15 minutes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Ridiculously long, because yeah. everything has to go right yeah. for that scene to work, and they did it. I have no idea. That was that was one of the best things I've ever seen in TV yeah. ever. I remember, we did it. We did. I forgot. I think it was the third or fourth take. We nailed it. Also, when we get to the end. We were watching it, and uh, I think it was either 
Chris or John, one of the two, forgot the forgot one of their lines, yeah. <laughs> and we realized like uh, the worst feeling in the world is when like you think you nailed a, a two minute take, and you're like, I got to do it again because I can't just edit around that one two minutes; it won't look right. Yeah. So luckily, everybody was was pretty. Be okay with yeah. it. And I didn't we look at the camera. Year. I looked through the camera. <laughs> Just an FYI for everyone out there. Nice, <laughs> nice rationalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's the answer. Yeah, somebody has to break the fourth wall. Because it was, week. right, it was the door. It was the door. I was yeah. looking at the door and I was like, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Aris, what was your favorite part? I think that uh, just the, the my, 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 Favorite part every year is probably the same as yours, mm-hmm. where everybody sits around the round table discussion, coming up with ideas. Um, because we uh, obviously, you know, everything except for one ends up on the cutting room floor. And uh, there's been a lot of fun ideas that have been thrown around over the years. And uh, it's just it's a lot of stuff that ends up not being feasible mm-hmm. in three to se- or four to seven minutes. Um, but it's always just fun to kind of talk about you know all the, the in the creative process and what people come up with because people come up with some nutty ideas and someday uh, I'm gonna fucking make tasty tasty <laughs> yes yo let, let me tell you guys I know this is kind of like an inside joke between Aris and myself but I still believe in the tasty dinner idea you're listening to the Codex Prime podcast this is, this is the name of our episode tasty dinner <laughs> perfect 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 uh, so, so I, someday that's gonna happen yeah. I always feel like the bad guy because I'm usually the one who shoots down these ideas not because they're bad ideas it can't be done but I remember when you guys were pitching to me tasty idea a uh, tasty dinner mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, we can make it work. I'm like, where the hell are we going to get this stuff? Like, <laughs> I think one scene took place in a nightclub. Don't even tell them what the, the stuff is. Took place in a nightclub. Oh, look at that. You have 48 hours, and we have to film half yeah. the movie. And like, where are we supposed to get a midget dressed in a Speedo? It's like, yeah, we, we had some crazy <laughs> ideas like involving like transvestites, drag queens. I was totally cool. down. Shh, don't, give, don't give away Tasty Dinner. Listen, what if we get to make trademark. that next year? Tasty Dinner, trademark. Yes. I was I was still down so what walking genre, around some what ostentatious genre would that heels. Be under, or was it or any genre? It, 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 what genre? But it probably goes beyond one genre. The, it, the year Western, I pitched comedy, it, so I came up with Tasty horror. Dinner. Yeah. Um, the year arts. that we got the martial arts film. <laughs> so it it doesn't really, to be honest, it's a good thing we didn't make it because it doesn't really lend itself well to being a martial arts movie. I think it transcends. But the I genres. tried to friggin' shoehorn it in. Tasty yeah. Dinner. You know what? I take that back. Tasty Dinner will work with it. <laughs> <laughs> I will just do it on our own. Make but, a, uh, like a 45, 47 minute movie. <laughs> 47 minute fe- fe- feature film. Listen, it's, to me, mm. Tasty Dinner is going to be a new age, too long food. Thanks for everything, <laughs> Julie Newmar. That's what it's going to be. Mm. All right. All right. Quick preview. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, so, yeah. I wonder what Wesley Snipes is up to these days. He'd probably work for $10 yeah, on a ham sandwich, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got some uh, Chef Boyardee ravioli if you want Yo, some. There should be like a Tu Wong Fu Blade mashup. I totally watched that song. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to, to that. So that that that's uh, a lot of my favorite part. And then... Um, just uh, everything, everything else is is really cool because I I'm interested in just every part of the production. So like the first year we did it, I went up to Duke and I'm like, listen, man, if you want me to friggin' hold up lights or or do some rigging or whatever the hell you need, I'm gonna hang out with a horse for an hour. I'm down. <laughs> I would do whatever. Like that's fine. I, I just I just like it all. I like the the creative process. I like filming. I like being the guy behind the scenes. I like being in front of the camera. Um, it's all really cool. I just, um, you know, uh, we, we all did this podcast because we, I feel like we have something to say. We're all creative in one way or another. And, um, I just like doing creative things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
don't don't get to do that way too often, you know. Yeah. Be an IT guy and stuff. Right. You know, <laughs> computers aren't all that creative. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> not building, you know, not making software. So I got what you're saying. So you you have to you know you you have to uh, get your hobbies uh, and and then enjoy yourself where you can, man. Yeah. To get the most out of life. Yeah. Absolutely. So um yeah man uh, I Write think that uh, down. the 48 hour film project is is awesome. It's fantastic. It's one of the things that I look forward to every year. Mm-hmm. I look forward to getting that email. And, uh, yeah, thanks for getting me involved. Dude, oh, my God. I sent that email out in, like, April, and then two days goes by, and it's the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it always, it always goes by faster than you than you think. As the man behind the camera, and you've been through a lot of them now, what is what is your favorite part? Is it the behind the camera? I know last year you took a break from behind the camera. Yeah, well, last year I got, actually got sick. Oh, okay. So I was I was down for the count. And luckily, my uh, my buddy Mike stepped that. up. Yeah, he I actually have Lyme disease, so I oh, was. Oh, crap. Yeah. That sucks. Sorry to hear that. I did not take part last year. Yeah. I had uh, yeah. had a pregnant wife, you know, <laughs> so. had a daughter. No, but we, uh, it, it, a little bit of a funny story. So the first year we went and we drew musical or western, which is probably the toughest genre you can get. Mm-hmm. And then next year we drew romance, and then we decided we weren't going to do that. So you have the option to go to a, uh, a wild card round where they just have ridiculous genres that you can get. And there's no going back, and that's when we got martial arts. So I, I don't have the best streak. Well, my buddy Mike... Goes there the first year and draws comedy, <laughs> and I'm like, I wanted to do a comedy so bad, but no. I mean, he did, he did all the work last year. I, uh, we did a movie called The Office Bowl, which yeah. I have to, to say, Victor, the first couple of years, I always thought like he'd make a great tough guy, doesn't say much, kind of the silent but deadly type. You nailed it in that movie, man. <laughs> so we gotta post like all of those on. Yeah, Facebook. we'll try to we'll try to meter it out. We'll do like one a week or something. Okay, before the, before every show, you know, so everyone knows they're all paying attention to the show, and as we grow and likes mm-hmm. and a hundred we're gonna that we're gonna get that hundred we're okay. gonna get that hundred get you a hundred more we're 96 views. likes right now did you like the page i did yeah i did all like right it. Did better. Did. <laughs> i didn't even go on facebook but i went on for a specific purpose and the rest of like your page the rest of our authors yeah. who i'm um, the authors excuse me our actors chris chrissy cat shout out to everyone yeah uh, john those guys need mm-hmm. to like the name page cat actually went on and liked it like yeah. sunday she like, liked it like, without even our spooning i was like i was like what don't mess around hey shout out cat nice job nice work hey nice work this weekend too yeah she always comes yeah. through, man. I miss I'm, I miss Amy. Not gonna lie, Amy was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in Texas now, um, but Cat's holding down the friggin' fort. She's always been awesome. Her and Amy made an awesome duo. Um, yeah, we didn't have their yearly split. fight scene. In yeah, that. I know. <laughs> I missed it. I think every year they had a. Amy needs to be here. Last year they didn't. They didn't, the they didn't physically fight. <laughs> but no, fun fact about last year it took place during the World Cup, mm-hmm. and we were filming over the weekend, and uh, my friend Mike who wrote the script had Germany winning the World Cup as, like, one of the characters was a big soccer fan. And uh, so they finished filming. I turned to him, like, well, don't you want to do it and film this take again in case Argentina wins? He's like, no. Either I'm going to look like a genius or people will just think it's funny. And Germany ended up winning the World Cup. So if you watch the film, we did not have a backup plan if they lost. That's great. So Alternate universe. Yep. Alternate universe. Nice. So is, uh, is being behind the camera your... That's your... Yeah, I typically don't... I mean, I don't mind getting in front of the camera, but it's not... Mm-hmm. I, I was in front of the camera last year. Uh, obviously, I said before I was pretty sick, so yeah. they had an idea for a character to play off my uh-huh. illness, and they took advantage of it. Gotcha. This, this kind of this gross guy coworker that <laughs> I think good. everybody that was has. Good that was a great character. So I had, uh, I had to play well, him. Everybody has that gross coworker. They sure do. It's not me. No, it's not. Not. Well, good, good. Shout out, Pasta Savage. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Pasta Savage, you know who you are. You don't wash your bowl in the bathroom sink. You go to the break room. It's like 10 feet away. You monster. 
That's uh, the gross guy in our office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, um... Ugh. Nasty. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I prefer to be behind the camera. I'm always interested when I see a movie. If they have a particular shot or stuff. I'm like, oh, no, no, I think they did that. Hmm. So, and that's kind of what piqued my interest. And in. I'm still waiting for us to do that shot where, you know, the camera's just on the car and somebody's driving the car. It's like an awesome moving car shot. When are we doing that? Mm. That's what I'm for. I, yeah, we did a... If it's the shot I'm thinking of, we had a... When I first got a GoPro camera, we bought, I bought them on the suction cup. Mm. And we went out and we just filmed... Uh, we had my dad's go-kart. Yes, my dad has a go-kart. Oh, we know. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you see the go-kart video? Did yes. You see, yes, that yeah. one. All that video was, was we literally... Wanted to see what we could do with this GoPro camera and what could you get away with. And you can get away with a lot with a GoPro camera. Like, nice. that suction camera will not come off your car. And we were literally just had it unattached to a car and driving behind it with a go-kart to get those kind of low... Yeah. I like to refer those to Those shots them. are really cool. Yeah, those Michael Bay shots. Because mm -hmm. in Michael Bay's movie, he always has to keep the camera low and slowly moving for some reason. <laughs> no matter what's going on in his movie. You know, there could be a heartfelt moment, but... Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's another whole podcast. <laughs> heartfelt moments in a Michael Bay, Bay movie? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> When Optimus Prime, <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, those actually worked out well. The problem is, is I lost a suction cup. They sell uh, them for like full size cameras. Yeah, like Ritz camera, you can get them. Yeah, or online, you can get them online, Amazon.com. Yeah, but if you're ever looking to film a feature film or anything, then let me know. Email the show. We're all we're all down for it. Yeah, get a nice Codex Prime podcast. Uh, hey, movie. Michael, Michael Bay, the movie, the true story. If you, if you, no. if you, I'll, I'll be in the next Ninja Turtles. That's cool. No, no, Code, the Code. I'm not talking about Michael Bay. I'm talking about Dugan. Oh, the Codex Prime wow. podcast. You just leave me from Michael Bay like that, huh? <laughs> when he does the Codex Prime podcast, the true story. That'll be all the true story. Yeah. Well, who would play story. you? Me, <laughs> Harris. <laughs> I'm playing myself, man. I'm not throwing down. Uh, so yeah, just real quick. Uh, RISD Friday, July 24th, 9 p.m. Be there. Please and thank you. And vote for us. And vote for us, yeah. And vote for the worst ones after that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick, I just want to get really, really quick. We're not going to do the top three movies this year. Top one. Eris, go. Whoa, top one? <laughs> top one. Man, do it. that's tough. We heard Dugan's earlier. What's yours? Oof. I have no idea what mine is, so I'm not even going to answer the question. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to... Ben, you just put me on the spot, and I can't even remember everything I've seen this me year. Neither. Jurassic World. Suck it. Nah... I'm gonna say Mad Max, man. I really, oh, really, yeah, really, really, good. really like Mad Max. Really good. It was really better good. than Avengers 2. Yeah, yes. better than Avengers 2. Yeah, that. so that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say Mad Max. Everything about that movie just spoke to me. It was, uh, listen, I like a nice succinct movie where they don't go for two and a half hours when they don't friggin' need to. Right. Mad Max got that just right. They had really cool characters. They had great action scenes, and the actors just knocked that out of the park. Imperator Furiosa, uh, that was that, that's my girl. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I, I really do. It, it may seem like I'm ragging on Vic for being a feminist on the show all the time, <laughs> but I, I really appreciate a good, strong female character. I really yeah. do. Mm -hmm. It's just often not not often enough. You True. know that does not happen often enough. Yeah. So was, my match, Fury Road. Really really it's 2015. I two years ago, like this was supposed to be the years for movies. We were supposed to get men. Uh, Batman v Superman, we were supposed to get Star Wars during the summer. Yep. There's a couple other movies that I'm forgetting that are supposed to come out. And then they all kind of got pushed out. And I think we were left with kind of... Yeah, it's been eh, kind of a bit eh, of a middling eh. year, you're right. Like, Kingsman, I said before, was my favorite. Probably, I would say, right now, would be my favorite movie. Yeah. I really like Jurassic World. Yeah. I thought that's what I the sequel to Jurassic... That. That's the sequel Jurassic Park deserved. Yep. 
Lost World and really, yeah. wow, I really, mean, it is not nearly as good as the original. Okay, right. don't get me wrong. Like I, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. I still watch that a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. But Jurassic World, like while it's not as good, like this is the type of sequel I wanted from the yeah. Jurassic Park movie. I wanted, yeah. I wanted the park to open up, to have guests, and then to have everything go wrong, and dinosaurs destroying everything. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. Murderbots. Yeah. I, I didn't want a T-Rex running down San Diego and destroying <laughs> right. random yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. What a garbage movie. Th- top one. Top one, Inside Out. Oh, nice. Wow, really? Yeah, it's definitely... I've heard nothing but good things, yeah. Yeah. You mean, did you mention that last week or did you mention it through the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah last okay, week, cool. Last I gotta see that too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, this is the best movie Pixar's ever made. One of. It's in my top five Pixar movies. Oh, okay. Really? What's, what's your favorite Pixar movie, then? Toy Story 3. Really? The third one? first one's my favorite. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Actually, that's a good question for Pixar. I might yeah. have to say Monsters, Inc. Right oh, now. yeah. Hmm. That was really good. Yeah, for no reason, be, so old, but because that's the... That's, that's when I say it's the old The first now. date I ever took my wife on. Monsters, Inc. Uh, took her to see Monsters, Inc. Sentimental. Yeah. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Well, good on you. That was, that was actually a really good movie. That was a really good movie. I haven't seen the prequel, but I Monsters it. University is also really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like Jurassic World. I really can't remember. Uh, Mad Max is really good. Can't remember much of anything else that I've seen, but I definitely got to see Inside Out, and I'll see Ant-Man tomorrow, so this might change yeah, next week. So I'm, yeah. I'm still, like, shocked at how good <laughs> Ant-Man was. I really am. I did not... Like, those trailers didn't do anything for me for Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Marvel totally botched that. The trailers yeah, for that movie. I'll be, uh, like it, it's so much more charming than those trailers make that movie out to be. More. If you're listening, people, go check out Ant-Man. I know that uh, the the box office came out, and it is number one, but apparently it didn't perform up to, you know, traditional Marvel standards. So Well, this is super, it. I mean, yeah, go, this is like the super first really weird, not say weird, but... I know Guardians of the Galaxy, but it, the tra- they did great trailers for that movie. Yeah, they did. Like, space opera to the yeah. max. Like, they did oh, a really yeah. good job totally promoting that. Apart, but Ant-Man is just like, he controls ants. Yeah. I, well, and Inside like, Out is still out, too. They needed to do a way better job because yeah. Ant-Man's not the most popular hero in the first place. Right. And they just, they, they focused, I feel like they focused too much on the action stuff in the trailer, and they shouldn't have because the charm of that movie is very much everything that's not the action part. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, they, they they sold it. I feel the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, quick tip: stay uh, until the very very end of the credits for Ant Man. There's two post credit scenes. Okay. There's mid credit scene, and then there's one at the very very end. Mm-hmm. Got it. So hey, you've that. been uh, so I didn't do warned. Don't do what I did during Avengers: Age of Ultron and stay at the credits for nothing to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Marvel's been doing that mid-credit thing for a while now, where they just do it like right after they they go they through the main I think credits. I say to the end of that one too. Age of Ultron was the first over. movie they didn't have an end. An end. There's always something at the end, even if it's a little like shawarma. That's a good point. Yeah, like well, Iron Man three had one, but this one is like legit, like a real one that you want to stay for because it's got like story implications. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Good. So forward. you want both of them have story implications for like Ant Man and the Marvel Universe as a whole, right, Marvel we'll Cinematic back. Universe, I should say. We'll come back to this question in December, January to see what our 
our final number one. Maybe we'll do number two or three or something like that. We'll make a nice little annual list. Actually, we'll do an annual episode from not just that, but music, movies, shows, everything. All right. I like that idea. Cool. If I'm not around, can I just say Star Wars is my favorite movie this year? <laughs> that yeah, X-Wing fight scene is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Like so much. Oh, if that movie <laughs> comes out to be another episode one, I'm just going to... I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. It's, it won't be, though. It'll be good. Don't even... It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be great. Every, everybody's great. saying the same thing. It's going to be great. If J.J. Abrams great. fucks this up, it's gonna be great. He's gonna get drawn and quartered. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. That dude's gonna get hung. Yeah, but I don't think he will. I mean, he's got it. Yeah, he's got this. He always yeah. said he wanted. If he, to if he makes a bad movie, we're talking like Mission Impossible Three bad, not right. Because yeah. he even said, he not, was, "Is that the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman?" Yeah, yeah. It, it that was, was good, not a bad movie. No, it was a good movie. But I'm saying, in my opinion, of his films that he's done so far, that's probably his. Yeah. Worst one, and it's still a really good film. Yeah, yeah really? He, even when he was making Star Trek, he said that. I thought Star Trek Two was way worse than. Oh, I, I love Into Darkness. Like, he even I, said he was really Star Trek Mission Impossible Three. He always yeah. said he liked Star Wars over Star Trek, so I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that that little behind the scenes thing that they showed at Comic Con yeah. gave me great confidence. In what he's doing. It was John. really good. Yes. So. We're going to get to our favorite part of the show. I'm so sorry we missed it last week, everyone. We ran a little long. We got so much shit for that. I know. I, I just looked at a Twitter from our friend of the show, Carl Birds, and he bit against the emails this, this time just saying, sorry, Carl, when we run two and a half hours on an episode, we got to cut a little short. <laughs> and we only had, well, and actually the funny thing is, too, I was under the impression <clears throat> we only had two emails last week. Apparently, some people <clears throat> got their emails in really, really, really late, like literally while we're recording. So when I looked at it initially, it was two, and then when I came back after, it was like four or five. So mm-hmm. sorry, guys. Don't worry. On to the show. <clears throat> Let's get them all in now. We're gonna get them all, get them all in. All. We're gonna get them all. <laughs> so some of these might be for last week. Clean up the inbox. Ago. Right, right, right. Get it. So the first <clears throat> subject line: just stop. Oh gosh. Okay. John Stewart. John Stewart. You actually think John Stewart is the best Green Lantern? That's it. Please do us all a favor and stop talking about anything relating to the DC Universe on your podcast. Between your Superman hate, your dismissive attitude toward Wonder Woman, and your fanboyism toward Batman, who really should be in the underpowered Marvel baby universe anyway, you have clearly shown that all of your opinions on the matter are invalid. I have never heard so many opinions tainted by your youth ignorance, i.e. DBZ, Space Jam, Jon Stewart, stop basing all your opinions off of goddamn cartoons! Victor, as you're the only sane, educated adult member of this podcast, please take some time after receiving this email to research the key members of the Green Lantern Corps and report back at the future date on who is actually the best Green Lantern. Thank you for taking this fan request seriously since it is our tax dollars that allow your podcast to be possible. <laughs> I think. I'm not actually quite sure how all this works yet. If you need a place to start, I would recommend looking into your local library, which, if you didn't know, can be a wealth of useful information. Thank you. Terry Jean Bola. 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 Yeah, Bola. Excuse me. <laughs> He's this... They're going to love our movie. Yeah. <laughs> I won't spoil anything, but if you can't go Friday, make sure you watch the movie yeah. on uh, the following day. I think you will appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, I would, I would, oh just God. for the record, I never said John Stewart's best Green Lantern. I said they have a ready-made black Green Lantern to put into the movie universe. I think we all agreed with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So Shut Terry. Up, so Hogan. Terry. <laughs> yeah. Hogan, like you always do, you don't listen to the crowd. You just listen to yourself. Just listen to yourself. But they said, "Bring me." I'm I'm a Hal Jordan guy. Listen, as the original. Well, was he, yeah, he is original. But this person, I I really like the Hogan. the parallel mm-hmm. between whoever this imposter Hulk is <laughs> and the actual Hulk Hogan because clearly he does not like to let a young man eat. <laughs> Listen, let the young men hustle. Let the new age come in 
Terry Jean. Okay, <laughs> these new characters—they're getting it right now. Your little, your Hal Jordan clearly showed in that first god awful Green Lantern movie that there needs to be a change. A changing of the guard needs to happen, and DC is blind if they're not seeing where things are going here. Everybody's loving, loving Will Smith as Deadshot, Black Deadshot. Let's do that, it. I don't think that movie was Hal Jordan's fault. I agree. <laughs> it's like saying Batman and Rama was Batman's fault. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. It was just terrible all around. Everything yeah. that they did with that was horrible. The director yeah. was terrible. Yeah. The villain was god-awful. I actually That liked... nerd dude was so the worst. The first comic I ever read was Zero Hour. And if anyone knows that. That chick who was the main love interest? Yeah. Awful. Never put her in a movie as a love interest But again. now they're married and have like a beautiful child together. So I guess it did something. Good. Oh, no. She's she's totally good looking. Don't <laughs> I, get, I, did, I did not say she's hideous. No, I did not say that. She's a terrible actress. I'm just saying. At least something yes, good came out of that She was movie. not very good. But in Zero Hour, people know in the 90s... Uh, Hal Jordan, his city, Co City, gets blown to shit. He becomes evil. He fucking murders everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But and uh, he be they like retcon and eventually Parallax being like the yellow mm-hmm. demon thingy that makes him evil. But I liked it better when he was like legit turned into a supervillain mm-hmm. and then redeemed himself. Wait, Ryan Reynolds went from dating the Black Widow. Yep. To dating. They were married. Him and the Black Widow. And he was no, dating. they were not. Yeah, they were. They were Are you serious? Yeah. He dated Alanis Morissette before that, too. Yeah. Go figure yeah, that one Ryan out. Reynolds? And he's like, wait, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like, that What's dude... Up? What's up? That dude has terrible Starlet. luck in picking scripts and making movies. Mm-hmm. But damn, he's on a good run yeah. with uh, his ladies. Keep it up. Good job, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I'll just do that. That's they cool. Do... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done. That was uh, it. The new Green Lantern movie. It's supposed to be... The whole Green Lantern Corps. Not yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah the like way they're planning it out is gonna be great. Yeah, but Hal Jordan's supposed to be, you know, the, the Green Lantern, well, we'll the Earth the... Green Lantern. Right. But, and we were just saying that we would really like it if it was John Stewart instead. Yeah. Well, going back before, if they would tie the TV universe to the movie universe, then you could put Hal Jordan in the TV universe. Shit, that's what it was. Yeah, work that was the through. actor. Damn. So I could be at the table and mess yeah. up the mic. But that was what I read today was that they wanted Green Lantern in an Arrow. Yeah. Because he's a close ally of Green Arrow, yeah, Green but Arrow. they kind of nix it because of the movie. Really? Like, yeah, and I, like, I would love to see... I just I just like seeing uh, heroes in the right hands. And mm-hmm. I feel like the producers of those shows, Flash and Arrow, has the right idea, has the right... Like, Bruce Timm and everything, they just know what they're up, they're doing. Now, we'll get that guy, that producer's name, but that would be sweet. But um, you still, uh, Vic, need that report on the Green Lantern Corps, <laughs> and who are right. your favorites, and least favorites. I'm we'll on it. <laughs> There's a lot. Isn't there, like, eight of them? Like, the black and the pink and... Well, the, the, the core is the green, you know, like the, the Oa, that's like yeah. the power source, and then I know Sinestro Corpse are the evil guys. They're like yellow, right? Yeah, yellow. Yeah. Yep. And that, the yellow color is what it hurts. Or it's fear, weak. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what Parallax was. It was, it was weird. Things get, Zero Hour was weird. That was like their fourth reboot and that, whatever. That movie was not Ryan Reynolds' fault, though. No, I agree no, with that. No, 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 no Hal Jordan. I Ryan Reynolds. Jordan. No, I said it wasn't Hal Jordan's fault. Right. Okay. Who was played by Ryan Reynolds? Right. Well, he was all right. He probably yeah. better than Kyle Rayner. Whatever. Okay, moving on. Uh, okay, the subject of this one swap, <clears throat> excuse me, swampdonkeyfun.org. <laughs> Have those healthcare reviews done, John? How's about I write an email about DBZ instead? Sound good? Go. Great show last week. I'm still at half mass from the Macho Man rap intro. <laughs> I keep opening episode six to listen to just that part. Remember the snap into the Slim Jim commercials where you would bust into people's houses like the Kool-Aid man and shove meat sticks into kids' unsuspecting mouths? I miss those. They should really get with Macho Man and make some more of those commercials. Looks at Macho Man's Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. Oh no, never mind. 
He's snapping uh, into a Slim Jim in God's house now, jumping off turnbuckles with Miss Elizabeth. Rip in peace. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, DBZ analysis was spot on. The story from Dragon Ball through Frieza was all thought out. One story arc, really. The Cell Saga was sort of added on, but it was well done and really awesome, especially if you're Maurice and have an unhealthy crush on child Gohan. Ew. <laughs> It's actually an unhealthy uh, obsession with well, a crush on Teen Gohan, even though he's like 11 years old. But they always call him Teen Gohan, like all video games and stuff. Okay. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> uh, I like Baby Gohan. <laughs> the Boo Saga was a soggy, messy diaper of baby poop. Poorly digested major plot points and a mesh of unidentifiable shit in between. Turning people into chocolate bars and eating them? What the hell? I do remember a little creepy toad midget in an egg with a fat, sloppy ghost inside and a demon... Deborah, 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 that was a Deborah, that was a fat bad guy, a little bad guy, a medium bad guy, tall medium bad guy. Uh, one guy became other guys, and the fat guy turned into a good guy, and then started a homoerotic relationship with Mr. Saiyan in the forest, I think. The only positive from it was the Majin Vegeta versus Goku. Just cropped that one fight out and burned the rest. Yeah, that was dope. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. Uh, quickly on Batman, I like the third and final movie in the latest trilogy, except Bane's voice. It sounded like he had a sock in his throat and a speech impediment. It took me three viewings to understand 80% of what he said. Take control. Take control of your shit chair. <laughs> I love his voice. <laughs> Bane's voice was awesome. It was hilarious. And they changed it, too. I remember in the trailer. Uh, John's, Johnny's Rambling Corner. Greatest movies of all time taking... Oh, look, this is perfect. Vic. This is like you uh, taking... Um, t- oh, sorry. Three, greatest movies of all time, if I'm talking to someone like Victor. Cosmopolitan taste. Not a snob. <laughs> Fucking we can't hear bud. <laughs> Schindler's List. The Shawshank Redemption. History of Violence. Greatest movies if I'm talking to Maurice or Eris, Kung Pao Enter the Fist, nope. Weekend at Bernie's 2, yep. and 2, and they live. Roddy Piper, put the yeah, glasses Roddy on. Yeah, Roddy Piper. Okay, I agree with everything but the first one. <laughs> the first one's T2, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awkward Nerd PSA. I subscribe heavily to the six-step door holding rule. I'm not sure if this is a thing. It's always been my own rule, but I think I've, I've seen it elsewhere. If someone is more than six steps away, don't hold the door. It literally forces them to do a weird half jog to get to the door. Oh my god, that's so true. Yeah, <laughs> by holding that's the, why you hold the door. <laughs> <laughs> by holding the door, you're making them do light cardio. One time I held it for a lady, she was like eight or nine steps. I panic, she starts to half jog. I release the door, it closes on her face. She gives me the what the fuck look, all I can say is, oh, uh, yep, and walk away. <laughs> the last bar is for our guest host of last week, but she's no longer here, so we will uh, get that separately. Good talk, guys. Till next week, good luck with the burden of representation, Vic and Harris. Love, Johnny. <laughs> wait, wait, he says something for Angela? Yeah. What do you say? Just she's say. She's, she's probably never coming on the show ever again. Something about a barbershop. Hating small talk. I want to see you open a barbershop. All you're allowed to say is how you want your hair and how much change you want. <laughs> I do hate talking at the barbershop. I might go from there. No talking loud bars, maybe. Get wasted in silence with only your own thoughts. <laughs> Just Sounds like a very sense. depressing barbershop. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that was John, right? Yeah. Oh, hey. It's another quality email. <laughs> Oh, also, Macho Man is the best. Yeah, absolutely. He was absolutely right. Yeah. I would let Macho Man shove a meat stick in my unsuspecting <laughs> mouth. You're listening to the Codex Prime <laughs> podcast, and uh, that did not sound right. Let's move on. Wait, dude, I'm you... only talking about a Slim Jim. Right, jeez, get your mind out of the gutter, bro. Good lord, man. I'm talking about robot sex here. Uh, dude, are you a big uh, DBZ fan? I am not. Okay. The only thing I know about uh, that is something happens that creates an over 9,000. Yeah. Power level over 9,000. Yeah. Yep. That was a good one. Crazy power level. Yeah. Uh, like my character from last year, whose level was 55. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's some arbitrary <laughs> number. Are you a big fan of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage? 
Uh, I was. I, my favorite wrestler growing up was uh, was the Ultimate Warrior, and okay. obviously Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Right. Yeah. Because oh. we. Oh. <laughs> Until he went Canadian for a little while there, I'm not yeah. sure what he, what happened. There was a storyline when he he defected, Evil. and yeah. then he came back. Weird. But, but yeah, you know, always had respect for Macho Man. Nice, nice. Um, next email here, episode six. I'm pretty sure that Victor's digital media class attendance consists of seven or eight porcelain dolls and three to five figurines put together from the cats he skinned. The fact that he hasn't watched Dragon Ball Z and just stayed home on July 4th confirms his psychotic serial killer behavior. <laughs> Harris, sorry for not helping you move. Work nine hours that day. Maury, sorry about your sausage fingers. T2 is way better than Lawrence of Arabia. He said Lawrence of Arabia. Your boy, Berman. First of all, I skin dogs, not cats. Get it right, all right? <laughs> Don't worry about the move. My sausage fingers, it's cool. I understand people got to work. But next time, you better be there. <laughs> Fair, when are we going to play Madden again, by the way? Did you beat him so bad that he never wants to play Oh, again? he never beat me once. He will wow. tell you. He will He will tell you this great story that he probably beat me. It's all lies. You know how he is. Nice. Yeah, he could never beat me in Madden. That's boast a lot. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, those sound like really interesting classes that you're in, Vic. I don't know if I'd want to join. But I'm glad that Firm uh, is a big fan of DBZ. Boop. Next up, All the coolest people are. They really are. Go watch. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't see the next episode of Dragon Ball Super. Me neither. Oh, I, 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 I can write that down. I need, I need I to write that down. I gotta write that down. There's uh, three episodes out now. I heard the last movie, though, was really good. That's what no, I think. Yeah. It's coming to theaters. You want to go yeah. see it with us? We're all no, the, the last one that just came out. Yeah, like the live action one? Or the... Yeah, the live action one. Ew! I was like, for a second there, like, is it all the. You're gonna get me. You got me. I'm I'm gonna take away your camera. (laughs) Ugh, gross. Uh, Next one, no subject. Thanks for the shout out, fellas. By the way, screw you too, Maurice. Yeah, whatever, Callberg, get out of here. Looking forward to next time. But since this is a literature episode, uh, what are your thoughts on I Am Number Four, book series and movie? I was actually a fan of the movie and can honestly say the movie was better than the book. Whoa. Would have liked to see the sequel, but unfortunately it got shelled by Hollywood. But yeah, your thoughts. And thank you guys for making me relive those awful four minutes of listening to the Macho Man rap. You mean enjoy those four minutes? I was as salty as Victor's face every time he hears an email from Furman. <laughs> Just jokes, Vic. Take care, fellas. Carl Bird. I have not seen. I have not read or seen I Am Number 4. I've seen I Am Number Four. You it was it? a middling movie. Yeah. It was nothing special. I do not agree with my boy Carl. Whoa. Um, yeah, it was just a it was it was a Twilight wannabe movie. Hmm. Uh, that's what it was. Carl Bird, you are no longer welcome on the show. Wow. <laughs> really like good movies here, like yeah. Kung Pao to the Fist. You just got. We're down to ninety-five likes now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, uh, gentlemen, seen or read the book? Uh, the movie? Haven't seen the. The film haven't read the book. It's mm-hmm. not cosmopolitan enough. Right, right, right. So yeah, dare you ask that? Yeah. <laughs> and now that was the guy. He, um, he was a, there was more than four, right? There was like everyone had a number and they were a designation. Of like yeah, a they were like hour. super kids or some shit. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. remember. But uh, Carl, I, remember I know you, you're a big fan of the show. You listen to all the episodes all the way through. There was a lot of good recommendations last week. A lot of good fantasy books. Pick some of them up. Yeah, and that Ready Get Player it. One looks really good. Yeah, we'll yeah, all read that and discuss it. We will definitely pick that up. Oh, look at that. Kevin Dude is not following us on Facebook. <laughs> what a guy. Wait, me here or my dad? His name is also Kevin Dugan. Oh. Uh, Probably Buck, me. Buck, Bucket of Ned. Yeah, that's me. That's Boom. Boom. Nice. Is Facebook or Twitter? That's Twitter, isn't it? I might have followed you on both. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks. It's the way to be. Uh, next one is that we're uh, back to episode. Uh, this is now. We was, we're past all of the emails from last week that we missed and some of the last ones. So, episode seven, <laughs> Denna is a bitch. <laughs> 
with the mark of the whore. <laughs> that's one of the books that we read. <laughs> so uh, true. Well, another great episode, guys, and very interesting guest host this week. Although I have to say that I'm sure Angela is a looker already. If she wants to rise up to Princess Leia hot nerd status, she needs to start reading more fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely have to pick up some of the recommendations given by Maurice, Eris, and Angela, but holy gooch of Jesus, Victor's recommendations sound horrible. Even the whole Wonder Woman parlay invoking, can't spell whatever the hell that name was, book sounds terrible and it makes no sense. Hope to see you on the 25th, Vic. As far as my recommendations, I've been reading a book called Ready Player One, which I think all you guys should read. I've been referred to as a combination... It's been referred to as a combination of The Matrix and Lord of the Rings. Man, Lord of the Rings oh, Wow, really? With a whole bunch of 80s, 90s video games and TV shows references. It's basically everything to love and nothing to hate. Eagerly awaiting your next episode. Your boy, Berman. Wow. I'm really going to read that book now. Yeah. Dude, wow. Fun Man. fact, they're going to make that into a movie. Spielberg's directing. Oh, wow, really? So, yeah, that's big time. Yeah. All right, I'm... That, that movie, after, if they're going to make that into a movie, it needs a big budget, though. And you need somebody like Spielberg uh, yeah. or like that to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after I'm done with The Dark Tower... Mm-hmm. I know what I'm reading next. It's yeah. going to be Ready Player One. I'll be mine after Confederacy of Dunces, probably. Okay. Um, Vic, you read it? Uh, I mean, I know Firm is recommending it, so I don't know. No, I'll probably put it on the back burner, but I'll say that uh, Furman's uh, ratchet ragamuffin taste, you know, his... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that um, the, the, my book recommenda- re- recommendations, especially The Black Count, I might require a little more brain power than you're used to, Furman, so right. I can understand why you would uh, why you would turn up your nose at my recommendations. Mm-hmm. But, got- uh, but it's, 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 it's cool. We're still boys. <laughs> you need to have both of you guys in the 48-hour film. Um, project and have a fight scene that literally goes for the whole seven minutes. <laughs> 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 Next email. <laughs> Subject line, SOPA. Please read anonymously. Gentlemen, recently it seems that a lot of games, specifically NHL 15, have come out before they were truly finished. Additionally, we have a downloadable content issue in the gaming industry. Yep. Indeed, we have many online games starting to include pay-to-win as casual... Uh, pay-to-win. As a casual gamer, these concerns bother me because I feel as I am being weeded out of gaming. If this is a strategy to recuperate losses from piracy, I think that is just a convenient excuse for the companies, but actually just a money grab. I'm not certain that gaming companies will actually lobby for the Stop Online Privacy Act, or SOPA, because they actually make more money than before by selling content that should have been released initially. The balance is hard to find between DLC, expansion packs, and pay to win. What games or companies do you think get this balance right? What games or companies do you think get this wrong? Please discuss what you think about the topic. Victor's biggest fan, Ewan McGregor. Just kidding, it's Hayden Christensen. (laughs) (laughs) Since you're biggest fan, why don't you take, uh, take point on this, Vic? Uh, let's see, DLC. I, 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 from from what I hear, DLC is becoming a pretty pretty big problem in in gaming nowadays, especially with um, I think with Warner Brothers uh, with uh, with the whole Arkham Knight kerfuffle, uh, especially with a botched version on the PC. I think um, some of their I, I don't know, it's like some of their DLC. I think the whole contention with that game is because uh, the PC version was broken. Mm-hmm. Then they expected people to shell out forty bucks for the season pass for for other DLC content, which is basically like like what two three minutes a piece, yeah. like playing playing as Harley Quinn or Nightmare. Yeah, Rain. there was one that came free if you pre-ordered the Harley Quinn, which I downloaded because I got it for free, but I haven't played it. And then they got like a Batgirl now, but seven bucks for like an hour of gameplay. Yeah, uh, and then skins. I just. I don't think anyone's getting it right. I just don't do DLC anymore. I just don't do it. Fuck it. Yeah. It uh, drives me insane. Yeah, like, for me, for me, I'm against DLC on general principle nowadays. Like, I, th- I would say, like, the only company that does it right, if any, is maybe um, CD Projekt Red with The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. You know, because all, the, all, their, all their DLC is, like, pretty much, at this point, is pretty much cosmetic. Like, you know, like, extra skins or whatever. It's there mm-hmm. if you want it. 
but you know they're not gonna sh- force it on you. Yeah, and um, 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 Bethesda with Elder Scrolls, they do really good DLC because that's like a whole, it's like a legit like expansion packs. I have no problem with because it's like mm-hmm. a whole new game, like all the MMOs back in the day and still today they do the expansion packs. I don't like DLC. I do like expansion packs, even Diablo back in the day. But I, I don't need a Batman skin that makes me look like Adam West's Batman. Yeah. I don't need that. I think that you guys are confusing DLC with patches a little bit here. Mm. Um, I think that... Well, also the broken games, too. Like you that, that's, that's, that's where patches yeah, uh, yeah. come into play here, not DLC. Um, so two separate discussions. And to Hayden's point here, um, <laughs> it is a huge issue in games na- nowadays, but I don't think it has anything to do with piracy because the pirates get the damn game regardless. I think that who they're trying to fight is uh, GameStop uh, and the used game market. That's why you're seeing a lot of the season pass stuff come into play now because they're trying to hook gamers ahead of time. And they got me with Destiny. Oh, <laughs> oh you yeah. got me, Bungie. Are you a yeah. Destiny fan? I am a fan of the game, but I am disappointed in it. We can talk about it in a minute. But yeah. <laughs> so um, they, they, they do that so that players uh they're they're promised future content ahead of time and it makes them keep the game they don't go and trade it into gamestop because they know that they're going to have stuff for the future the patching issues where they release the unfinished games that's just freaking laziness is what that is um the the piracy man you can pass as many bills as you want unless you like fundamentally change the way the internet works where you can actually catch people you can pass as many friggin' bills as you want. It's not going to change a damn thing. Nope. I think that uh, as gamers, we need to hold developers accountable ourselves, and the only way we can do that is with our dollars. Hey, you release a broken piece of crap of a game, you're not getting my money. Um, EA gets that all the way wrong all the time, and I think the most egregious one is uh, Ubisoft. Like they, they release terrible games, broken games, and they are super heavy-handed with their DRM policies. Um, so they're, they're probably the worst two, uh, Ubisoft being the worst overall. I think that Rockstar usually gets their DLC stuff right. Um, they don't do none of this, um, season pass nonsense and they release real content, uh, when they do. They release like actual multiple hours of gameplay, uh, real story content and online stuff and they, uh, you know, the, I think the price is, uh, right for their stuff usually because it's totally worth it. Everything they do, uh, they, they put a lot of work into. It's funny, you're going to say the two companies that you said are doing it wrong, I was going to say the other two companies doing it right. Specifically uh, with Ubisoft, I don't know much, but I played Far Cry 4, mm-hmm. and I bought that expansion pass because it wasn't new missions within the same world, it was its own map, it was its own, like the, uh, you have to go on Hunt Yetis, it's a completely new map, a whole new story, mm-hmm. not long enough to release as a full entire game, but enough, of definitely, except, yeah. I like expansion, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. With Destiny, on the other hand, they release these expansion packs, which add a little bit, but you're just yeah. doing missions on the same map. So, like, well, how much more are you really? How much time did you really put into this? Ah, let's create one more bad guy who looks like the other bad guy, and <laughs> yeah. now you gotta go hunt him. Yeah, it's the same patterns. Like, but, enemies have patterns. Once you learn them, you're yeah. fighting the same thing with a different skin. Mm-hmm. And I think Destiny is especially egregious because. As I understand it, um, Destiny was basically like, so they were making Destiny for the longest time, and then they basically restarted over at some point during the project, and they broke it um, basically apart into multiple pieces. So the game that we got at the end of the day was just a slice of what the actual final game was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. and what Bungie's been doing uh, over time is basically building that game that they were originally going to make, and they're charging us 
you know, for it piece by piece, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think is bullshit, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe Destiny 2 will get it right. Well, the other thing was EA, if you have an Xbox, you can sign up for EA Access. It's $30 mm-hmm. a year, and you get 10 hours of gameplay for all, like, the new sports games or, like, Battlefield Hardline is a great example. I was actually looking forward to that. But I had EA access, so I get ten free hours, and I played it, and I hated it. That might be good for NHL. And I was like, "16 comes out." I am so glad I did not buy this game because I hated it. Same thing with Dragon Age Inquisition. A lot of people love the game. Not not my type of not my type of game, but at least I got I played like for like five or six hours, got bored with it, and yeah, the ten hours that's cool. That's pretty legit. So a lot of people, I I, see, I disagree with that. I don't like that whole EA access thing, and I think that that's one of the things that bothers the hell out of me. Where all these companies, especially the big ones like EA and Ubisoft, also they make you sign up for their own bullshit service. Um, I don't care for EA Access, man. That's what reviews are there for. Like I, I understand. Like obviously you're you're a person that got um, good use out of it, uh, and that's that's awesome. You're like the, the first person I've heard um, that's actually a big fan of that. So True Buddies cool. Three. Yeah. <laughs> well, with EA Access. It's, that's that's not for me. You know what I mean? But, um, the sports. Oh. I was going to say, with EA Access, the sports games, you got all of last year's sports games, and uh, which is why I bought it, because with the exception of Madden, I don't really care if I have the newest FIFA or NHL or, like, I don't, I don't follow those sports enough yep. to, to want the roster update that comes out every year, yeah. so for 30 bucks a year to get all those, even if they're last year's, like, I, they're fun games to play, but not something, That's cool. other than Madden, there's no... Yeah, that's cool, man, yeah. For... I like expansion packs. I like DLC. I'm just I just don't do it anymore. I'm not you know yeah. I don't pre-order GameStop anymore. I pre-order Amazon just so I can have it the next. It's just at my house. That's yeah. it's there. Boom, got it. That's like I don't even consider that like a pre-order. Like stop pre-ordering games. You're gonna buy them the day of. Like, Amazon, whatever. It's at the front step. Um, but they come with like the pre-DLC, and I didn't buy any DLC for Shadows of Mordor. And I love that game. I'm not gonna do it for Batman. You know I love that game. Just not gonna do it. Done. Done. Sorry guys, you're not getting any more unless you release a True Blue sequel. Even though I have the Harley Quinn for free and the Batman skin, don't care. <laughs> okay. I don't mind the skin stuff. I really don't mind that. Like the cosmetic stuff. Or people pay no, that's for fine. Destiny if you, if you, you want to look it or something. Different. It's like you buying a shirt, man. If you want your Batman to look different, more power to you. Sure. That, that's not. I'm just saying I'm not doing me. it. That's I'm fine. Not, I'm not doing it. I'm not paying five dollars right. for right. a dance emote on Destiny. It's whack. Whatever. Well, if you if you are patient, like right now, if you're gonna buy Destiny in September, you're getting everything up until the Taken King. For like sixty bucks, and I'm like. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's bullcrap. Yeah, when I I bought it for Xbox maybe a month or two ago, and it was sixty bucks for the game and the two expansion packs. So cool. if you're willing to wait, and want to have patience, willing to shop around, yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. the stuff relatively cheap. Yeah, I, mean, I paid right ninety bucks for the game and the two expansion packs, and then if I want the Taken King, I gotta pay, pay another 40 forty for that. They yeah. broke it when everybody can just get it for sixty. What the hell, Bungie? I mean, that's yeah. kind of expansion. Yeah, that's that, 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 but that's you know what, and honestly, it, that especially Destiny is like a different kind of model. It's something that. This new or like the way they're doing yeah. it, Destiny One is probably going to bleed into Destiny Two. So we'll be interesting to see how that goes. But right now, it sounds like crap. Yeah, if the Taken King is Destiny Two, I'm okay with it. If the Taken King is like it's a few more mission, yeah, a few yeah. more missions, yeah. and a couple more dance moves, I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, last email for today. With some good thoughts, Jeremy. I like that. See, we can be. Yeah, I like. Man, bro, we're so good. <laughs> thoughts. And that, this email is perfect because it puts a lot of the talk from last week into context, uh, gentlemen. I feel the need to weigh in on some points made during last week's episode regarding literature. It was mentioned on one of the tangents that, yeah, tangents, that the wrong book had been recommended to Jordan in order to get him to read. We should clarify with why this was the recommendation. As the host may know, Jordan is special. Not in a Leonardo DiCaprio, What's Eating Gilbert Great type of special, but his own kind of special. He purchased a Kindle on sale because it was on sale. 
Thinking he would enjoy reading <laughs> in his older age, he asked what book he should start with. He was told depends on what types of book you're in, books you're into. He had none. Many genres were brought up to him, and he was meh about them all. He wound up asking specifically what fantasy book he should start with. As a result, Jordan has now read less than one chapter of The Hobbit. <laughs> he was confused about the dwarves and why they went to Bilbo's house for a party. And what's a hobbit? <laughs> now, two recommendations were made that stuck out. Little Women and Life of Pi. I've spoken. I've since spoken to him regarding these titles, and his response was exactly what I expected. He looked at me with vacant honey boo boo eyes and said, "Why would I want to read a book about little girls? Am I a pedophile?" And I like pie, but not enough to read a book about it, which we did say in the episode last week. I, I may eat some if it were there. In hindsight, maybe The Hobbit was too much, and we should have started with one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. But I feel like you would have been bored by the little by the title. Get hungry and go find a McRib somewhere. <laughs> now, onto Wonder Woman and the Himalaya or whatever it is. Why was Eris the only one completely baffled by this? Does no one else expect? No one else get that there is the, no downfall for the bad guy to invoke you. this? Why is it just accepted that if you invoke the Hikamaka or whatever that non-essential thing is, that Wonder Woman has to, has to protect you or else you will face a wrath like no one has ever seen? Could not any villain invoke this and have the protection of Wonder Woman? If the Kung Fuhrer had done this in Kung Fury, would Wonder Woman have had to protect him from Kung Fury's rage, even though we know he is evil? Does this not make Wonder Woman evil by association? Also, why are we talking about Wonder Woman? She sucks. Fuck you! <laughs> Go fuck! Hold on. Stop. Marie, stop. Marie, stop. Reader, listener, listener, I know it's your opinion, but go fuck yourself. Continue. On the scale of Aquaman to Batman, one woman falls right behind the ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Finally, I must call shenanigans on Marisha Rouleau's issues with Ben Affleck as Batman and Will Smith and Suicide Squad. Of course you know it's them. How could you not? Do you watch Game of Thrones and say, gee, that wee little guy looks an awful lot like Peter Dinklage? I know that's you, Michael Keaton. You're not fooling anyone, Brad Pitt. I could see if you had issues with because you feel Ben Affleck should not be Batman because you don't like him, or Will Smith should not be in Suicide because the Fresh Prince only got in one fight and his mom got scared. <laughs> in closing, I would request, request more Johnny Mills in your show. Maybe have him as a guest. He seems like an interesting guy. I bet he has awesome neighbors. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Keep the last coming. Keep the last coming, gents. Randy. Yeah, yeah Randy. Randy? Yeah. Pay no attention to Victor. He's, he's a crazy guy. He's, he's crazy. I wish he's I could have warned you about that <laughs> explosion <laughs> from Victor Abzheim because that is going to blow up people's ears. Oh, my God. That's going to be... I, I Don't mess I did with not, Wonder Woman. I did not expect that reaction from Victor. He's usually... Very reserved and calm. No, no, no. no. I, 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 just, I just hate dismissive ass opinions like that, man. Well, oh, Wonder Woman, she sucks. Yeah, whatever. Well, hey, go fuck yourself, Randy. It's th- not- thanks for the email, by the way. <laughs> and Ben Affleck, it's his opinion. He, I'm sure Randy has seen enough Wonder Woman content to form an opinion, an educated opinion that right. she sucks. Yeah, right. Other, than, other than Victor, can you guys name another Wonder Woman villain besides Cheetah? Victor yeah. couldn't. Can you? Captain Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody brought that up. Who was I talking to the other day? And I'm like, I don't even know one Wonder Woman villain. I'm like, I... Thank you. I'm hoping that the Zack Snyder does the, does, does the character justice and it fits well because every other iteration of Wonder Woman prior to that does not fit in this Zack Snyder film. <laughs> and from the previous, I'll give it credit. Like, she looks like... She, oh, yeah, she looks legit. Looks legit. Yeah. I, yeah. I she think, didn't say I a think word, that, but... I think that if you pulled... 100 people, the prevailing opinion, uh, Wonder Woman sucks, would probably win. No. If you get more backlash from somebody like Aquaman than you would for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Back, what do you mean? I'm sorry. Like, like if, if I walked into a room of 100 people and said, Aquaman's the best, 50 of them would punch me in the face. Oh, yeah. But if I walked in and said, Wonder Woman's the best, 
one guy would probably punch me in the face. <laughs> true, but that's because no yeah. one would care. Yeah, but Victor would help me up, so you know, I guess true. I'm okay. True, true. And true also about true Peter enough. Dinklage when Game of Thrones first came out, I only knew him as the little guy in them. And you know what? Movie he was in Troll or some shit, and he was in that uh, funeral movie. That was like a comedy. He played the same character. A death at a funeral. Yeah, he played the same mm-hmm. character in the British version as the American version. Yep. Yeah. Other mm-hmm. than that, cool. I know who Peter Dinklage was. I know about. I, I think, I think you're focusing on the Peter Dinklage thing. He's got a point. You have an issue with that, man. I do. I said that about. I don't understand. I, I don't understand what your problem is with these actors, and you're like, I know it's you. You can say that about every every actor. No, I know, not I know it's you, Leonardo DiCaprio. No. What are you doing in the Congo right now? Oh, there. But no, Leonardo no, DiCaprio. DiCaprio I know it's you on that Titanic, DiCaprio. But no. a good actor, you will forget you were watching that. Like, yeah. when you watch Lincoln, uh-huh. I, now no point in the movie Lincoln did I think I'm watching Daniel Day Lewis play Lincoln. I thought mm-hmm. like. Holy crap! I'm watching Abraham Lincoln. This is yes. what this is what he was back in the day. Yeah, you when know Hay- when Hayden Christensen's playing Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> I'm like you're Anakin Skywalker through and through. Um, but uh, Michael Keaton, I was a kid, I was a child when I first saw that, so he'll always be Batman to me. I don't, and, uh, I, I don't understand that problem. I don't get it. Like when, when, I, when I'm watching the problem, suspension of disbelief, man, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Bro, Let it go. I play video games. Will Smith. I have a suspension of disbelief. Trust, I watch wrestling. Will Smith. I, trust me, I have a suspension of disbelief. Will Smith is America's leading man for a reason. Oh, it's wildly it, popular. If it was like 2002, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, thank you for your email, and I'm sorry I snapped at you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not angry at you, Randy. So just oh just know God. that. But you know, I like I said, I just hate dismissive ass opinions. That's just me. <laughs> Down to ninety four likes. You're, you're right. Victor. You're right. <laughs> you're right that the Hikatea is. Uh, we're gonna get more context. On makes this. no sense. I gotta figure this thing out. We're gonna we're gonna figure this out because it does it does not it doesn't make sense. Sorry, just just read the book. I'm, I'm glad. Right. I'm, sure I'm glad that somebody else agreed with me and pointed out that that's batshit crazy. Right. Just so, read the book. It makes sense. When right. You read it. Well, exactly. That's why we're gonna get more time. All right. Fine. Anyway. But that, was, that is the last of the emails. Thank you very much, Randy, for your email. Uh, Peter what a reaction on your debut email. Right. right. He, he is never good. writing to the Keep show again. Keep coming. Keep it. Oh, he's writing again. Oh, he will. I bet Randy's gonna yeah, love that. You're gonna get strongly love the hell out of that. Randy's a monster. You think we're monsters? He's the biggest monster of them all. Um. But Victor's just making enemies left and right. Although, although. Uh, some of those emails just say is the most educated man in this podcast. Green Lantern Corps, you have homework that you need to do. Yep. Right. Lots of homework. But uh, that's the, uh, the end of the episode. I'm sorry, not the episode. The, uh, well, that too. But the, the emails. I'm trying to bring up my docket here. So I'm like fumbling over my words. Eris, what are we doing on Friday? Friday night. 48 hours. Wow, you already forgot. <laughs> No, I didn't forget. I'm, I'm messing with I'm you, like man. Fumbling uh, 40, 48 hour film project screenings uh, are going to be at the RISD Auditorium. We are uh, in Group B, 9 p.m. Friday night. Please come and uh, support us. It'll be uh, awesome to see uh, any listener of the show. Yeah. Uh, do you get anything you want to plug? YouTube channel, Twitter, anything? No, you guys did the 48 hour film. That'll be good. Sweet. Okay. You guys, we'll, we can put some of the old ones up on the. We will. Yeah. Facebook page. That'd be yeah. good. Absolutely. Yeah. You can find us at facebook.com slash codex prime, twitter.com slash codex primecast, and codex prime podcast at gmail.com. We will read them all, barring anything ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> so, cool. question when. Well, we'll read, we'll read that one <laughs> first. One of the emails came in, you said it was no subject. Did they actually write in the subject line no subject, or was it just, uh, just no subject? It just didn't have a subject on it. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it, unfortunately. But, yeah. Um, uh, Vic, what you got? Anything to plug? 
You still angry? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> you should have seen Victor's face when he was reading over the Jordan stuff. He was like offended. Uh, it was hilarious. That, that email was very difficult for, for Victor to, <laughs> to make it through. That was the highs and lows of Vic. Yeah. Oh, you raised Victor's ire. Yeah. Well, uh, you can you can follow me on the Twitter machine at Victor Omoyo. That's O-M-O-A-Y-O. You can also follow me on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. YouTube.com slash user slash V-O-Moyo. Nice. Victor just went on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dugan, thank you. You're welcome back anytime. We appreciate it. Thank and you. And the movies, yeah, awesome badass. We're going to uh, we're gonna start yeah. posting them on there. It's going to be a good time. But um, we'll see you all next week. Later, nerds. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Call sign. <laughs> <laughs> sign off.